If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER An offensive explosion yet again in the Major League Baseball playoffs. The Diamondbacks can't be feeling that good about themselves, but they were able to advance, and they will play the Dodgers now in the divisional series. We will discuss. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Home field advantage is a a fun thing. The the Arizona Diamondbacks, I'm relatively confident uh, if that game had been in Colorado, they would have lost. Uh, They blew a six-run lead, had a 6 nothing lead through three innings of the wild card game. Arizona taking advantage of Paul Goldschmidt's 
early three-run homer. Did you watch this game, by the way? I was, I was checking it out. A little scouting report. And uh, I got to tell you, I feel more confident now that the Dodgers are going to advance than they did before the game. Uh, that is not a great baseball team, the Arizona Diamondbacks, that I saw. Uh, not at all. Uh, so they got out to the big lead, and then they regurgitated that lead, most of it, and Colorado came back and used the back and forth, right? It's like a pinball machine there going back and forth. And the Diamondbacks came this close. Now, you cannot see. It's radio. They came this close to being full-on choking dog. We would have circled the wagons. We would have done four hours on how pathetic that franchise is. That's how close they came, right? That close, right? Blowing a 6 nothing lead. It's a sound from the Diamondbacks dugout while they were blowing that lead when Zach Greinke could not hold a six-run lead, got knocked out in the fourth inning. Now, I know, in the end, did the Diamondbacks win? Yes, by the closest of margins. They say, wait, won by three runs. Trust me, that was the closest of margins. When you need a pitcher, I'm talking about a pitcher to get a hit. Uh, And that, that... that's what they needed. Archie Bradley, not good. Uh, not good. Does not bode well for the Arizona Diamondbacks. So now the, the D-backs are headed to Los Angeles, a showdown with the Dodgers. And so let's talk about that. Look ahead here. The, the Diamondbacks have become the popular pick for popular people. Why is that? Because most people in the media are lazy and they are reactionary, meaning whatever they just saw – they are convinced is going to happen again. That's what happened. You were lazy. Well, they won a game. That means they're going to win the next couple of games. Eh. The question, and I got a lot of you know, pushback from, from these Diamondback fans that have been Diamondback fans for about three hours, give or take about three hours. They, they, they're new to the party. They're new to the party. But uh, here's the deal. The question is, should the Dodgers 104-win juggernaut Top team in professional baseball this year. Should they be worried about the Arizona Diamondbacks? And the simple answer here is absolutely not. Now, I'll expand on that. If this was Eddie, he would just stop right there and move on to the next thing. But I'm going to expand on that. I'm going to expand on that here. And and my thoughts on this, when you talk about a, a matchup starting this weekend, Dodgers and Diamondbacks, from the Dodger perspective, stay in your lane. No such thing and competition. Catch it. And I'll keep it very simple. I'll walk you through this. Number one, the Dodgers have no concern about the Diamondbacks because if the Dodgers play up to their capability, there's no team in baseball that's going to beat them. They have the top roster in baseball. Clayton Kershaw, Rich Hill, you Darvish, go down to the pitching staff here. When these guys are are in their their confidence is high and they're playing well, uh, there's there's nobody beating them. The Diamondbacks don't have a chance uh, when the Dodgers are playing well. The Dodgers have plenty of players that are difference makers, as seen with the most wins in professional baseball this year, guys like Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger, and Justin Turner. And as LeVar Ball says, the great uh, spokesman of modern times here, when you ask LeVar, he'll say it's extremely important, stay in your lane. The Dodgers have to have tunnel vision. Do not believe – I don't believe they're going to go into their safe space here and and get a nice little glass of warm uh, milk. And, and get a blankie. I don't believe they're going to be doing that. I, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be all right. And, and number two, I, I know it's good for the drama and to build up the excitement and all that. As the, the popular theory 
goes, that, and I want to I want to nip this in the bud right now. You're going to hear this a lot. If you like baseball, you pay attention to this stuff over the next couple of days. You're going to hear a lot of low information fans, a lot of dopey media people say the Diamondbacks have the M word. You know what the M word is? Momentum, Uncle Mo. Bunch of idiots. Uh, you can tell someone's a moron as a fan when they say momentum. It is silly. I have said it for years. Momentum is an illusion. You can't see it. You can't touch it. It doesn't exist. There is no such thing. And I'll tell you, if it was really something, wouldn't every manager and coach say, hey, we're behind by three runs in the eighth inning. Let's get that momentum. Let's hit the momentum button. It doesn't exist. And the Diamondbacks, they had a 6 nothing lead, right? They had the momentum, and then the Rockies came storming back. What happened to their momentum? There's no such thing. There are holes. There are weaknesses on that Arizona Diamondback team. And a you know, big tip of the cap to the Rockies. The Rockies actually helped the Dodgers out by exposing many of those weaknesses. And you look at the head-to-head matchup, but look at what Colorado was able to do when they did not roll over, did not play dead, and they put the pressure on the Diamondbacks. That Arizona pitching staff, which I've heard is so good, gave up eight runs, 13 hits to Colorado. That's not Colorado at Coors Field. That's Colorado on the road. There's a difference. And the Diamondback pitching, in a word here, is pathetic in this game. Zach Granke, I mentioned he choked. He went three and two-thirds innings, gave up six hits and four runs, was gifted a 6 nothing lead, and then regurgitated on the mound in front of everyone there in the stadium in Arizona. No, I'm not going to choke on my meat. Uh, he choked on something. Uh, so, And how about the Arizona bullpen? You know, some of these guys are starters. You got Robbie Ray. He didn't have a clean outing. He gave up a run. Archie Bradley, who's the hero because of the hit, he was tagged for a couple of runs. Fernando Rodney. I pray to Jesus that at the end of a, a key game in this series, Dodgers and Diamondbacks, Fernando Rodney's on the mound because he sucks. Uh, and uh, th- he's no good. Uh, in a, clo- a one-run game, you want that guy on the mound with your season on the line? I would rather be down by a run going against Fernando Rodney in the ninth inning because that guy, is uh, he's not good. Not good. And, and none of those pitchers had a clean Appearance, and these are key guys, right? Robbie Ray, Archie Bradley, Fernando Rodney, uh, Zach Greinke. None of them had a clean appearance. Arizona's pitching staff was stretched out, and now they got to come back. They got one day, and then they're back at it on Friday in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium. Now, the last thing, the competition is great, right? I like that. I think these these are worthy challengers, and there's bad blood. I, and and like most of these things, there's bad blood on one side, right? Arizona's bitter. They have envy and insecurity uh, when, it, when they look at the Dodgers because the Dodgers have the top payroll in baseball. They're beloved. No one really cares about the Diamondbacks. So there's some bitterness there. There's some envy at the amount of attention the Dodgers have gotten. There's insecurity because of that celebration a couple years back when the Dodgers had a pool party in Arizona, and they have not let that go. They've uh, had, a, had an issue with that. Uh, get over it. Uh, I, hope they, I hope the Dodgers have another pool party. I'd like to see them win in Arizona. I'd like to, I think that would be great. And then... <laughs> belly flop! <laughs> be a belly whopper. I mean, listen, the Diamondbacks have been the Dodgers' punching bag over the last handful of years here. And I know it's the trendy pick that Arizona's this upstart team and it makes for the better story. 
I just don't see it. I, I don't. Uh, and the better teams usually wins these things. The better teams, the Dodgers. They, they're better all year. They're better now. And they're going to win uh, this series. And then they'll advance and play in the National League Championship Series. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We give out the number once an hour. One time. That is it. And if you would like to be part, just pay attention. So you have an advantage because you know, some people turn on the radio whenever they turn on the radio. So they could be listening in like five minutes from now. Some guy, I get emails from people. Hey, I turned on the show. You didn't give out the number. And then I say, well, I didn't give out the number for like five months, five or six months, and then we came back and we started giving out the number. But as a compromise, I give it out once an hour. And last night, to prove how great that strategy works, we had Whoopie Pie guy from Maine call up and give us a recap of his Madden football. Uh, that was great. Gave out the number. Blair in Maine. Great conversation there. That's what I look forward to on talk radio. Why I listen to late night radio to get that conversation, and there were some other real dopes that called the show. So, uh, but I'm going to give out the number right now. Here it is. All right, everyone, stand. Everyone, quiet. This is the A block of hour one. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. We'll take your thoughts as the baseball players getting cranked up here. Say a, a fun situation, good situation. All right. Uh, ben Maller, shall we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie? Garcia! Right over. And we say hello back to you. Thank you. Big Ben Maller. Thank you, Eddie. I appreciate the hello back. Uh, great pitching matchup uh, there in Arizona. Well done. Well, you didn't You didn't want You were watching hockey. You don't come on. No, I'm just saying. I just yeah. I watched the highlights. At Eleven to right. eight. That's what we want to see postseason baseball. I was, right? I, was in, I enjoyed it. I yeah. like the offense. I know you don't. You probably wanted a one nothing game. Boring. Yeah. Uh, it was five four. Fun. Five four. I would five, like five four. Yeah. Okay. Something like that would be. God preferred. forbid. I'm I'm upset that Rob Manfred didn't consult with you before they played the games. I don't think you are upset by that. I think you're not being truthful right there. Well, no. I, we want to make sure you're happy, Eddie. You don't like your high scoring football well, you, you games. You asked me what I, I like. I'm telling you what I like. Yeah. I would prefer to see something like six five, yeah. something like that. Okay. Not too much, not too little. Well, hope, hopefully, we'll give you a six five. I mean, I really hope we get a six five game. I, I do too. Yeah, I do too. That would be uh, that would be very important. Uh, my life would be better if we got a six. I game. I know how much you care about my feelings. I do. Yeah, I am. I'm very concerned, and I. I'm in touch. I've done a lot of yoga, as you know. And I'm, we had the uh, hot yoga studio right next yeah, door for you. Of, they, they built it for you. A lot in, of hotties. We yeah. were so excited. <laughs> you you build a, 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 a major national sports network, a lot of uh, testosterone here, and then you build a hot yoga studio right next door. Yeah. What a recipe that is. And I have not seen one hot-looking person since this thing opened. It has been None. disappointing. I've I, seen I, ugly, it, fat people. I haven't seen any hot person yeah, they need at to, all. They need to change the name joke. Of, that, uh, it's, uh, of that studio. It's not disgusting, hot d- yoga Disgusting studio. people sweating should be the name of that place. That's what they should name it. Not I, one I, hot I, person. I, I agree. I, it's, it's false advertising is what it is. I mean, the, uh, the I go to the gym in the morning after the show, and it's all old people. They're hotter than the people here, and they're all eighty. You know, they're all the. Uh, they that's, go to the that's that's strong. They go that's to the strong. gym for free. You know, because yeah. when you're over a certain age, you can go to the gym and you don't have to pay for it. They, they, well, uh, what would be a better name for the hot yoga studio? I, I think I just gave the better name. What What was that? You weren't listening. Apparently not. I didn't. Oh, you want to change? Name. How about it? unattractive people sweating? That could they could change? They could call that? Would that be okay? That's a little. Uh, no, I don't. Why is it? Why, mi- is, it, why mildly, is it close? Mildly warm. What if someone wants yoga to go? Studio? What if someone wants to go sweat hot yoga at like three in the morning? Why can't they leave it open? Who cares? 
They, they, they close at the, whatever, 11 or something like that. What's up with that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. All right. It is uh, the Ben Maller Show. i got Danny G. Koopa Loop here. Uh, Danny's not worried either, by the way. Uh, Danny is as confident as I am. Uh, this is uh, setting up very nicely, very nicely for the Dodgers here. And I look forward to Didn't the Diamondbacks to... win the season series from the Dodgers? Again. Eddie. Again. Yeah. Yes. Danny. <laughs> hi. It's a crapshoot, Eddie. It's the baseball postseason, and the Dodgers have. I don't know, you, but the... but you tell me how important the regular season is, and that it's more impressive yes, than the and regular they won season. Yes, they hundred and four games. Right, but in the regular season, the Diamondbacks uh, won the season series but that's against the only Dodgers. Only because the Dodgers, it, when they went in their funk, they had an illness, they had a disease, uh-huh. and that funk will not happen they in the postseason. Like, for a month, no chance of that happening. No chance. In fact, mm-hmm. I will explain later. I'm pretty sure you would have never thought there was a chance that would happen in the regular season. I will explain later. I'm yeah. glad. I, I, you know, I want you to take notes here. I will. I've got my pen and I paper will, right uh, here. Professor Maller here, your your teacher, <laughs> yes. will teach you about why it is wrong to write off the Dodgers and why they well, I'm are not writing them off. Oh no, you kind of are. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You you <laughs> profess about the regular season and how important it is, and I'm just pointing out that that the heard, Diamondbacks heard, won the regular season series against I, the Dodgers. I heard earlier uh, Jason Smith, who works here was literally slobbering all over the Diamondbacks on the radio. It's like he's a Diamondback fan. It was uh, fascinating. But, uh, listen, Dodgers are going to win, and I look forward to this, and I, uh, I'll i be very classy when they win. I won't <laughs> rub it. There are, no <laughs> real, there are no real hardcore Diamondback fans anyway, so I can't oh, really trolling, offend. Trolling, trolling. No, I can't really offend any real Diamondback fans. I, I, some of the people that were tweeting me, like a week ago they had Arizona Cardinal uh, avatars. Now they've got Diamondback avatars. So they just, they just changed it up now that the playoffs have started. That's kind of how that, that goes. All right, uh, we'll take your phone calls again. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller. We'll call this one Juice It Up. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show is 79% more enjoyable when you join us on Twitter. It's the backdoor way to be heard on the radio. You can message the Maller Posse by following Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can message and follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Eddie? Stop. Eddie? And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Kip writes in, says, that opening monologue gave me hope. I am optimistic that the Dodgers' anxiety will be at a low. Blue October. That's right, Kip. Blue October. Starts Friday night at Dodger Stadium. And I will laugh at uh, Eddie. I will laugh at Coop, who's been silent so far. And uh, I will uh, laugh at all these uh, these new Diamondback supporters uh, who believe that their team is going <laughs> I to I never win. said I was a Diamondback nah, supporter. You kind of are. I just pointed out the facts. Well, what's the fact again, Eddie? You talk about how important the regular yes. season is. It's yeah. more important than the postseason because you play more games. And so I just pointed out that Arizona won the season series against the Dodgers, but you totally dismissed that. Yes, because the Dodgers lost. They were 0-6 in September. Before September, they had a winning record against the Diamondbacks, and in September, they couldn't beat anybody. They could have lost to a Little League team from the park down the street the way they were playing in September. So, of course, they were going to lose to the Diamondbacks. If Fox Sports Radio had put a team together – Doug Gottlieb would have pitched five scoreless innings Don't! against the Dodger lineup, okay? But he is a crafty lefty. Let's be fair about <laughs> I that. I hear he's got the second-best show on Fox. Yes, listen, I, th- that's what that's how that goes. So that's that's the way it is. All right, uh, to the phones we go. We have a golden ticket. Let's go now into the belly of the beast, in the Valley of the Sun. We'll say hello to Tom, 
who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Tom. Because I've got a golden ticket. Ben, 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 Ben. You know, I think you've spent too many uh, little trips over to Jeannie from Medford. I mean, uh, you know, let's just do the math. I mean, Come my, on my, in, my, man. My, my third grader is smarter than you when it comes to math. Uh, Diamondbacks this season beat the Dodgers 11 times. Uh, the Dodgers yeah. beat the Diamondbacks eight times. I, I just, the, ex- I no, just no, no, explained no, 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 to you the Dodgers couldn't beat anybody in September. That's an irrelevant stat. You're cherry-picking a stat that's irrelevant. I just explained to you why. In the eight games that the Dodgers won, they won by a total of 12 runs. In the 11 yes. games. Yes, the 11 and, and they'll, games, they'll win a 11... bunch of games by one run in this series. Okay, fine. In the, in the 11 games that the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers, they won by a total of 27 runs. Again, that backs up my point. That backs up my point exactly. Let's you're just, you're making my case for me. Let, let, let's just see if you uh, know. When's the last time the Dodgers won the World Series? That was 29 years ago, and it will end this year. And it will end this year. When's the last time the Diamondbacks won the World Series? I don't pay attention. No one pays. No one remembers 2001. that. 2001. No but you know how upset That's- you know how upset Major League Baseball was when Arizona won. They because they lost to the uh, they beat the Yankees and that was bad for baseball. The Diamondbacks winning that year was bad for baseball because it was important <laughs> for the Yankees dynasty to continue. For some reason, when I think back to that World Series, I always think that the Yankees won. I don't even remember the Diamondbacks winning. I know. It's odd, isn't it? Well, I guess you after the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers in the in 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 five games, you guys will just probably pretend it never happened. I know. Right? There's a lot of concern with Taiwan Walker in the mound in game one, most likely for Arizona. I know the Dodgers probably are up right now. They can't Who? sleep because they gotta go against that guy. That's Who? Uh, that's tough. That is tough. Never heard of him. And Robbie Ray looked really good in relief. He had a clean inning, and you know, Zach Greinke was solid, uh, held a 6 nothing lead. There's a lot of reasons to be optimistic if you're a Diamondback fan. Wrong! He was a Dodger. What? I said Zach Greinke's not that great because he was a Dodger. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> that explains and, and, it. That clearly explains it, yes. Any player that's from the Dodgers are just – Kind of a classic, know. you know. They would go in your pool <laughs> and take a juicy. Yeah, that's what they. And, and, uh, and they will again. I, I think Puig will drop a dump in the uh, pool. That's what I'm going with. Uh, Danny, do you think anyone else? Who are you gonna go? With? I'm going with Yasio Puig. Chris Taylor looks Chris like Taylor. a sneaky deucer. Yeah, I could see Chris Taylor. How about Justin Turner with that filthy beard in the pool? Right, messing up the the chlorine water there in Arizona. That would annoy the Diamondback uh, supporters. They wouldn't like that very much, yeah. I could tell the frustration, by the way, in that Diamondback fan. He knows I'm right, and he's fighting a losing battle. You can't win this battle. You can't. All right, it's uh, the Ben Rowler Show. Another golden ticket. Back-to-back golden ticket. Everyone's cashing golden belly. tickets. Face-to-face. Gabe in San Francisco's cashing a golden ticket. Hello, Gabe. Because I've got a golden ticket. just want to throw some good luck your way. Uh, screw the ja- the Dodgers, excuse me. Uh, wish uh, Kershaw all the very best. Hope he chokes as usual. Oh. And just sending some good vibes your way from San Francisco. <laughs> well, listen, and I appreciate that. And that's a very, very classy thing to do. You handled the year very well. Uh, I, think, I think the Giants had a great year. I would argue this is my favorite year of Giant baseball I can remember. This, was, this brought me back to, like, the, the mid-'80s when they sucked. This is very similar. 
we're all done with that. Trip. All right, thank you. Get very distracted on that golden ticket. Very odd uh, situation there. <laughs> what, the hell? what the hell was that? <laughs> all right. You... 877 99 oh. <laughs> on Fox. Are you trying to encourage more of this? Eddie's trying to break the streak. <laughs> The bad streak. Figure, you know, maybe I'll give it a shot. Uh, Daniel says, we know the Dodgers' weakness is their pitching. Uh, look pat, look at past postseason games with the Cardinals. Well, it, it was determined that the Cardinals, they're the cheating Cardinals, Daniel. You got that wrong. They committed corporate espionage, uh, and they were caught by Major League Baseball, and they were given a slap on the wrist. But I throw out all those losses to the Cardinals because they're cheaters, and they have a culture of cheating, systematic cheating in St. Louis baseball. And so I throw those losses out. So those are uh, irrelevant. Irrelevant. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. And uh, regretting my decision to even take phone calls, but uh, we'll see if the non-golden ticket calls are any good. We'll see how that, uh, that goes because that's hopefully, hopefully better. All right, we will also get to juice it up. And if Eddie's on his best behavior, the Ben Maller Show on Fox could give you a special edition at a new time of Puck the World. How, how exciting is that? It was either that or WNBA talk. Uh, so we'll get to that. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show again. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia is going to give you the latest. Eddie? Oh, Ben, postseason baseball getting underway with that National League wildcard matchup after we had the American League one last night. And it was a wild one in Arizona. Diamondbacks taking on the Rockies. Arizona jumped out to a 6-0 lead, only to see Colorado rally back to make it 6-5 in the 7th. Arizona would score twice in their half of the 7th inning. Colorado comes back with two more in the 8th to make it 8-7. And then Arizona scored three runs in their half of the 8th inning en route to an 11-8 victory over the Rockies. For Arizona, A.J. Pollock had a big two-run triple late in the game. Paul Goldschmidt, a big three-run homer early in the game. Added all together in the Diamondbacks' advance to the National League Division Series. They'll take on the Dodgers in L.A. starting on Friday in the best of five. Opening night in the NHL, the Blues beat the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Penguins in Pittsburgh. 5-4, Alex Petrangelo, two goals, including the overtime game winner for St. Louis. Oilers blanked the Flames 3-0. Reigning league MVP Connor McDavid, all three goals for Edmonton, the hat trick. Wayne Simmons, a hat trick for Philadelphia. Flyers down the Sharks 5-3, and the Maple Leafs boat race the Jets 7-2. Patrick Marlowe in his Leafs debut with a pair of goals. This report's brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, we got some NFL injury news. We got a Thursday night game coming oh, up I that's intriguing. In- I love injury news. Yeah, Eddie. Buccaneers yeah. taking on the Patriots, and of course, Rob Gronkowski is on the injury list, questionable because of a thigh injury. Redskins cornerback Josh Norman suffered damage to the lining of his lung in addition to broken ribs Monday night. He's going to be out two to four weeks. Seems like it'd be longer than that, but what? I'm not a doctor. And Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams limited in practice Wednesday. He's still in the league's concussion protocol after that hit from Danny Trevathan that was helmet to helmet and uh, gave Trevathan that uh, one-game suspension. I'm a doctor. All right. Uh, thank you for that, Eddie. The Ben Maller Show originates from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's all about juice it up. You want to know where murderers are living when they get out of jail, right? Where would you Where would you go if you were a famous murderer? Uh, well, O.J. Simpson, apparently living in a five-bedroom Vegas mansion, hanging out, lounging by the pool. He's got a putting green. It's a friend of his home. It's in a gated community in Vegas. They say the home is worth just under two 
million dollars, just a couple miles from the the Strip in Vegas, and not that far away from the hotel where O.J. decided to get his stuff back and ended up taking a nine-year break uh, while he went to prison. So, But he is planning on only temporarily being in Nevada, and eventually, this is very exciting news, he's going to move to the Tampa area. So, which is, is that far enough away from Bradenton, Florida? Are we should we be worried about Jack the Judge and Leslie that OJ is going to be? I think I think there's enough distance there where it's okay. I think we're okay. We don't have to. Should I email Jack the Judge and Leslie and warn them that OJ might be coming over to Tampa? So next time they go to a, a Rays game or a, a Bucks game, they they better watch out. Yeah, OJ is trying to get permission uh, from his parole officer. He's not currently allowed to move out of state, so he's hanging. Out. He ought to get that uh, autograph deal that Pete Rose had at one of the hotels and just sit there in, like, the lobby at Caesars Palace and just sign autographs, like, for eight hours a day. I can't – he's not allowed to keep the money, though, because the the money – so I guess he wouldn't do that. Just play golf and swim. He can't keep the money because the money's got to go to the the fact that he lost the civil suit. He was found liable in the murder of two people so that he's not able to keep the money. Uh, Boy, what a bummer. Nashville Danny. Nashville Danny is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Danny. Hey, Ben. Uh, three quick things. First, that call from Real Talk on Monday, was that was hard to listen to. Um, Who? I mean, as you might put it, that was kind of like a falling star situation. He was flailing and kind of paranoid. And I don't know. I respect the caller of the year title, but that was, that was tough to listen to. Um, but, yeah, I'll welcome that verbal octagon at any time. Second, um, was kind of curious if Fox Sports or Fox Sports Radio has reprimanded Koopaloo for his, his meddling in Mallard's Mountain of Money. Well, I cannot comment on that. I'm not allowed. That's, that's, Those, that's, that's, an, an, that's an internal affair? That's an internal matter, and uh, these things are at a different level, and I have been asked by certain people not to talk about that on the show. All right, well, that that's fair. I'm just saying I, I'd normally hate agreeing with you, but – that particular incident, that was that was some serious tampering in that game. Yeah. Um, Pretty obvious to anybody who's got a working uh, eardrum that that's what yeah, happened. Yeah, that, 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 that was egregious. But yeah. anyway, the, the main reason I called was uh, I was reading some Business Insider article about Peyton, how... <laughs> Everything's with Peyton. I mean, just get, until, why, why until, don't you ask him out on a date? Maybe, until, maybe he'll uh, want to date you or something. Until that? his name, until his name is cleared, my job is not done. His but. name is never going to be cleared. He's dirty. Well, his just, name just, is if dirty. If you let me finish, though, I was saying in a total hypothetical alternate universe where, let's say you're right, which you're not, but let's say he did HGH. Think about this: the guy had a surgically repaired neck. It was a glass neck. Like, do you want to? No, he he had uh, three neck operations uh, for. But let me. For a well, prob- and then two years later, set an NFL record for touchdown passes. There's nothing odd about that at all. I agree with you. It's very, it's all natural. So it's a, it's a no, miracle. He, I, I, def- I agree. Yeah, he's a warrior, but I want to say yeah. that total warrior. Yeah, I, no, I, I, on the record, he's actually a Colt and a Bronco, but yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, no, but obviously, I know he didn't do it. I'm now, are you he, gonna? Now they ask you, are you gonna make the trip when they ha- they haven't unveiled the statue yet for Peyton Manning? You ought to go there and then just like kind of like lick his toes while they're unveiling the statue. Well, 
the thing is, I already asked off work for a few yeah. days because, like I said, out in Santa Monica, it'd be a bad look to then ask for more days off to go see that. But we'll see. Uh, um, tell them you want to live your life. You're a young guy, and it's very important to you. This is your hero, Peyton Manning, yeah. and you want to be this. It's a great memory. Right? Don't you're, get me you're wrong. You're a hero being immortalized with a statue. How long before they have to tear that statue down when one of these scandals comes out about Peyton? Well, the main thing for me is I, the only thing I'm upset about in terms of the statue is that how the University of Tennessee has still not gotten him a statue. That's kind of— It's criminal. Yes, I agree. Criminal, yes. If, what no, kind of I, statue would they give him? Would he uh, be uh, teabagging someone? What would he be doing in a statue? Well, in that in that case, he'd be mooning somebody. But if you want to be all vulgar about it— um, well, Again, no. that's uh, he, he paid a settlement. Why, why do you pay a settlement if nothing happened? To get some loser to shut up, but um, oh, some loser. All right. Yeah, but All anyway, right. Last, yeah, I, last, I, I gotta go. We're thing. going in circles. Yeah, no, I'm, no. I'm bored with you. You're boring me now. All right, thank you. All right, go away. All right, uh, now, uh, right, are we ready for this? Uh, we Eddie requested a new time because we had about 20 seconds for Puck the World for about a month, and then we just completely forgot about it. Hockey season has started now, and so without further ado, let it. It's, it's going to be weird at a new time. Let's puck the world right now and Eddie Garcia. Eddie? Eddie, uh, Eddie. Y- yes, Danny? You, you know how some of our drops have oh, disappeared no. off the screen? Oh, no. Yeah, that's one of them. We Ooh. had a, we had a, a little driver. Uh, technical difficulties here. Just play some music. I'll, I'll find, I'll find something some good for you. All right? Play some polka music or something yeah, like that. I don't good. care. All right, Ben. Well, hey, listen. The, uh, the Stanley – the. Uh, Hello. I'm already thrown off because no music. The NHL season got underway last night. We gave you the scores and the update. MVP Connor McDavid already off to a great start, throwing, uh, scoring three goals for the hat trick and their win over the Flames. Penguins, though, uh, one of the big stories going into this season. Two-time defending Stanley Cup champs looking to three-peat. That has not been done since the New York Islanders won four in a row back in the early 80s. So we'll see if Pittsburgh can, uh, can try and make some history with uh, three straight trips to the Stanley Cup final, and we'll see if they can win it. Uh, of course, uh, like I said, they're they're in the running as one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, so it would not be out of the realm of possibility for Pittsburgh. Why can't they? To get that why can't they, they rig a Canadian team to win? Why can't they do that? You know? uh, why would you want them to rig people, anything? People I mean, in Canada like hockey. Sports. You know, well, these things are rigged off. And look at the, look at the uh, NBA. That's rigged every year. You know, are they going to rig it for the Dodgers to uh, win a World Series? God, this year? I hope so. Yeah, I, I, I would fully endorse that. All I right. Fully endorsed. Well, we'll be looking for Pittsburgh. Maybe they'll rig it, and uh, maybe. No, no, I don't want. I want a Canadian team to win. I well, who, feel would, bad who do you? My, who do you want? To, what Canadian know, team do you want to win? Edmonton or somebody like that. I, I well, wanna, a lot of people are picking Edmonton. I know, I, they're a trendy uh, pick, like yeah. I said, with Connor McDavid. They think they're ready to take the next step. Toronto. Oh uh, my God, Eddie! It's back. I feel so much better. It's back, Eddie. I found you it. You want to start over, Eddie? You can yeah, start let's, over let's if you start want. Over. All right, let's pretend. Let's do a. Let's do an edit, and then we'll start from the top. Cooper, we've cut that other part out there. We're going to start over. Nobody heard it. There's no one listening. Okay, go ahead. Hey, Ben. Yes, Eddie. The NHL season is underway. <laughs> we had four games last night Tell already. Tell me what happened, Already Eddie. exciting action. Tell me what happened. Connor McDavid, the MVP of the league, yeah. with a hat trick in the first game of the season. And the uh, Penguins, though, they did lose their home opener. They raised the banner. The Stanley Cup was there in Pittsburgh, but they ended up losing that game to St. Louis. But the Penguins, a big story going into the season, looking to three-peat. No team has done that, Ben. Since the New York Islanders in the early 80s when they won four in a row. Hey, we got a new team in the NHL this year, the yeah. Vegas Golden Knights. I know you don't like the team name. Oh, I love the, the, city, I don't like the name. I love Vegas. But, man, that's my uh, favorite town. I'd live there. My see, wife won't let me, but yeah, I live there. Yeah. Excited to see what this uh, team is all about. And 
how they're going to be. Now, it looks like they're building for the future. I'm going to guess they suck, Eddie. Yeah, they're probably not going to be real competitive <laughs> early on. Uh, again, they traded away some of their better players that they got in the expansion draft, but they're stockpiling draft picks oh, for the, the future. the false so, hope of young yeah. players All you have to future, do now yeah. is draft good players, and we'll see how yeah, that goes. That's the hard part, Eddie. And uh, they, th- then they actually have to play and stay away from the debauchery in Vegas. Good luck. We got some new rules uh, oh, in the NHL this season. Thank God. But this is the full extended dance remix. You know, full I want you to know what's going on when you're when you're out at the LA Kings right. games this year. I know. I'll be uh, there Thursday night. I'm planning on attending it. First of all, they they're going to give out penalties for failed offsides challenges. Now the coaches can challenge an offsides, yeah. right? But right. if you don't get it right, it's going to be a penalty on you this year because coaches were challenging these things so often with slowing down the game. They're trying to manipulate offense, Eddie, is what they're trying to do. Because well, you know I, on the power play, teams score more often than not. Well, they were getting a lot of goals wiped off the boards with these off, guys being offsides by half inch, oh, which has that. nothing to do with the game. So yeah. better be sure if you're going to challenge an offsides this year, it's going to be a penalty. Major crackdown on slashing and also no, like face-offs this Eddie. year. I well, want more slashing. You're going to get a lot of more power plays this year because any little slash at all is apparently going to be called a bunch of wusses. No, the wussification of hockey. No timeouts after icings anymore to rest your guys. If you ice the puck, yeah. right, you're, you can't get a timeout to rest your guys. We'll see if that promotes any offense. Uh, looking for some predictions oh, this year on, right. on maybe teams that are going to rise. How about the Dallas Stars? They got a new coach. Yeah. They got a new goalie. They got a new top defenseman on their top pairing yeah. and a new top line forward as well. Dallas Stars can be making the a big splash back, this Eddie. year. The LA Kings, Eddie. That's the From team. your lips to God's ears, yes. I don't think it's going to happen. But here back. you go. It right. is my selection. Oh, here we go. For the Stanley Cup now, now, champions I'd like this to year. Alert, hold on a sec. I'd like to alert all our affiliates. Now, typically, Eddie charges $700 for this pick. He's going to give it out free as an exclusive right now on the radio. Go ahead, Eddie. Ben, they didn't even make the playoffs last year. But this year, they will go all the way to the Stanley Cup final. And at the end of the thing, they'll be raising the Stanley Cup. Your champions for 2017-18, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, my God, Eddie! Oh, God, that's wonderful! Long as Steven Stamkos stays healthy. I'm upset, though, because Ben Bishop is no longer there. He's no, he's not. He's gone. in Dallas. He's the guy in Dallas yeah. now. Yeah, that's my favorite goaltender, Ben Bishop. He's now with the Stars. Yeah, well, he, he's, you like his name, apparently. Well, he did have a situation in the Stanley no, Cup he, final. He did not. That was, that was a made-up di- story. He had diarrhea. He did not have the diarrhea. The man had diarrhea he in did the it. Stanley Cup final. Now, Eddie, you, you will never <laughs> you will never let that story go. <laughs> that did not happen. One of my favorite stories. Do not ruin my fun. That was reported by major Canadian news outlets that he had diarrhea. <laughs> no, I believe not. the Canadian media. They would never lie to me. They would never lie what to me. What was that? That's the sound of <laughs> when he had the diarrhea. What the hell was that? It's a, kind of a projectile diarrhea, <laughs> but it's a good diarrhea. All right. Did you notice how much better the puck the world was with the music? It's like I, I could not I could not get the job done without the yeah. music. I gotta have the music. How do you think I feel here? I got no music. I do these Maller monologues. I'm done, you know, I gotta listen to my own voice. Pretty pathetic. All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller show. Now you you left out, Eddie, what I think should have been the lead. Oh, I can't wait world. to hear this. All right. And I will save Another this. Another diarrhea I will, story? No, no, no. I yeah. will save this for the other side. But I, if I was doing Puck the World, this yeah. would have been my lead story. Okay. All right, we'll get to that. Also, we got the MLB Divisional Series pick him. Here's the Who Am I game, though. We don't want to forget about the NFL. So here's the Who Am I game. Here we go. I am a starting quarterback in the NFL. I'm unbeaten my past six home games. I have a quarterback rating of 95.8 in that stretch. Who am I? The answer next. 
A night without the Ben Maller Show is like a daytime listening to one of those cookie-cutter radio programs. We're different. Join our community on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And we will pay off here for your dancing and dining pleasure. The Who Am I game, we're going to have also, in addition to that, in a moment, we'll have the MLB Divisional Series Pick'em. Divisional Series Pick'em for the games coming up on Thursday. The game's on Thursday. All right, here's the Who Am I game. I'm a starting quarterback in the NFL. I'm unbeaten in my past six home games. I have a quarterback rating in that stretch of 95.8. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? The answer's coming in. On Twitter, at Ben Maller. Let's see here. Uh, Sam Bradford, guest by Spike. Arthur Fonzarelli from Funhouse, who's back up late with us. We got Alex Smith, guest by Mike from the LBC. The great Tony Banks from John and James. They both gave that answer. Barnaby Jones, thrown out by Ernie. The Roosters going old school bank robber, D.B. Cooper. One of the great mysteries of all time. Uh, Frank Reich. Thrown out by Husker Kevin. Uh, who else? We have Billy Joe Tolliver from Just Josh, our great joke writer. Uh, boy, nobody's got it right. Do you have an answer, Eddie? Do you have an answer? Yeah, I'm going to go Jake the Snake Plumber. Good name, Jake the Snake. Uh, no. The correct answer, you'll see him on Thursday night, famous Jameis Winston of the Buccaneers. He's 6-0 and his last six home starts. He's got nine touchdowns, three interceptions, and a 95.8 rating. His past six home games. Is there any way that game is not a track meet? Serious. Is there any way that game is not back and forth and a zillion points scored? The only the only caveat is the fact that it's a Thursday night game and the and typically those aren't high scoring. We did a Ram 49er game that was high scoring. All right. Uh, right now, here's the story I would have led Puck the World with. I was good if I had done Puck the World, I was going to lead with this. This was going to be my lead story. And it involves a former member of the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> it involves a player, Eddie. Yeah, I'm I not saw done, it. Eddie. I saw the it story. Involved, why didn't you leave with it? I, I play, need, I, well, it's, play I, with the stars, I leave the, the salacious stories to you. So this guy's a 33-year-old former NHL player. He's playing back in Europe. Yuri Hudler, is that his name? Hudler. Hudler. Very close. Oh, whatever. All right. So I, no one's ever heard of this guy. Well, but hockey fans. He's on a flight in, uh, in Europe, and he, he gets the flight attendant. He hits the call button. And he asked the – we'll have to push back. This is a good story. We'll push back the oh, – uh, oh, no, this is good. Good tease. So, no, no, I'm doing the story. Oh. I, oh I'm doing the story. This story's <laughs> worth it. I'm pushing back the, uh, the, the uh, divisional wow. series pick'em. So this guy, he calls the flight attendant over and says, I'd like some cocaine. This former NHL He asked the flight attendant for some cocaine, right, a little powder. She says, we don't have cocaine. I'm not giving you cocaine. No white powder. He then threatens the woman, tells her that he would have a friend kill her when the flight lands in Prague, 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 whatever, I was close. Uh, and then, and then accused uh, the, there was an accusation made of uh, of him urinating on a food cart. No! In, in the in the play. Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Uh, who's the old broad? Was it? Uh, what was the old baseball broadcaster that did that on a plane? Oh, I don't Soup know. Soup Campbell was that who it was? Famous story. You don't remember that story? Dave, the late Dave Campbell did that. I, that's the story. I I believe he was a uh, broadcaster for the Ro- the Rockies. Look that up, Coop. I remember <laughs> a broadcaster urinating on a plane like this former NHL player. <laughs> Had it all the way 
Unless that's not exactly the case. You see the final score. Say, well, a lot of runs scored between the Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies. Arizona won by three runs, right? They played better. Uh, well, they did win the game, but a very shaky playoff win in the wild card game. And now it's on to L.A. for the buzzsaw Dodgers awaiting. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So there it was. Very exciting. Very exciting. The wild card game in the National League. And the Diamondbacks come out. out. Paul Goldschmidt ends up hammering a pitch from John Gray. It's a home run. Three-run homer. Arizona led 6-0 at one point only to see Zach Greinke regurgitate on the mound. John Gray was just torn apart by the Arizona offense. But it, in the end, uh, despite a bunch of shaky relief performance by, uh, relief performances by a bunch of random uh, pitchers, many of them starters for the Diamondbacks, Arizona won, won. So they advanced. The wild card games are now over. You got the Yankees who have advanced to play the Indians and the Arizona Diamondbacks, who won just a few hours ago, and they press on to Los Angeles. So, now it is time to get on with the meat and potatoes of the postseason. These gimmicky wildcard games are done, and now it is time for the heavy lifting. It's no longer a one-and-done. They will actually play more than one game, these teams, and that will create some theater. At least it's supposed to create some theater as the playoffs go on. Now, there's a common common theme here among the baseball pundits. Have you been paying attention? Now, I typically take what these so-called experts tell me with a grain of salt. Uh, and this really kind of started with some trolls on social media, but then I, people say, hey, this guy picked you know, the Indians, or that guy picked the Nationals, or the Cubs, or whoever. These supposed hardball experts. Now, you know what I'm talking about here. Now, uh, there's, there seems to be a consensus by many that the top team in the regular season, the Los Angeles Dodgers, will not win the World Series because people are still going back to that tired old, they peaked too soon. They peaked too soon. So as this is uh, the beginning of the, the main part of the baseball postseason, I feel like we should have some conversation about this. Uh, L.A. is getting set for the divisional round Friday night. Now, we don't have the set pitching matchup yet, although it would appear based on all of the different random pitchers that the Diamondbacks sent out there in this game a few hours ago that Taiwan Walker will get the start. He figures to be the game one starter for the Diamondbacks, and and then in, you know, they'll, they'll flip it around after that, and Robbie Ray and Zach Greinke will go after that. So you got Taiwan Walker and Clayton Kershaw. The Dodgers have – home field advantage, but rather than just look at that, look at the playoffs as a whole. This consensus among the so-called baseball experts that uh, the the Dodgers cannot win this year, they're not going to win. Uh, The question is this, writing off the Dodgers, is that fair or unfair? Now, clearly, I'm going to say it's unfair. It's completely unfair. 
And there's a couple of things that stand out here when you talk about this particular postseason in the year 2017. It is a crapshoot, underappreciated, and, and this is the most important takeaway from any of this, flawed human logic. And, and I'll tell you why. The first thing, first of all, we know that this is an arbitrary situation. It's kind of like when the NFL hands out punishment. It's very random, and you don't know what to exactly expect, other than the fact that whatever they do will be the wrong thing. Right? So that's, that's the NFL. That's arbitrary when they suspend players. It's the most inexact science that you can have. It's kind of like saying you're an expert at blind dart throwing and saying, I'm a complete expert. I know exactly what to do. And what you've actually done is you've thrown the darts, and then you've gone up to the wall and then drawn a circle around where you threw the dart. And you said, I got it right. It's impossible. Now, now, even with that, when you go into a crapshoot situation, which the baseball playoffs generally are, you feel more confident when you've got the top players or the better players on your team. It gives you a, a more of an opportunity of negotiating your way through the random nature of October baseball. It makes it, makes it easy. You'd rather have the better team. The better team doesn't always win, but you'd rather have the better team. The Dodgers went, when they won 51 of 60 in one stretch, they were overvalued at that point, right? They were overvalued. They've gone from that, that peak of being overvalued, to now being underappreciated in the span of a month. That is a byproduct of losing 16 out of 17 games. I get it. I know why we're at this point here. But the pendulum has swung too far the other direction. And, and the second thing, I'm going to make my elevator pitch now. I'm going to make my elevator pitch on why you would be a stooge to brush aside this current Dodger team right now in October. Pitching matters. Clayton Kershaw is going to erase some of his past playoff demons. Rich Hill, Hugh Darvish, Alex Wood. They've got quality starting pitching. Every one of these games, the Dodgers are going to send a quality starter out. Kenley Jansen is one of the, one of the great closers. I have him as a top closer in baseball. Uh, if not, he's in the top two. Uh, yeah, Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner. The Dodger offense this year set a record for home runs. They set a record for extra base hits, a franchise mark. And ever since Bellinger took over, remember he got hurt when they lost a bunch of those games. He was out for a good chunk, chunk of that stretch when he got hurt. But with Bellinger in the lineup, when he started a game, the Dodgers were 89-38 and 38 when he was at first base or one of the outfield positions. Now, even aside from all that, right, for, for those that say, and there are some, that you have to be great to close the year. I've heard that a lot. That, well, they, it doesn't matter how many games they won early in the year because they didn't finish the year with gusto. They didn't have a lot of gusto at the end of the year. I've heard that from many people. This is nonsense, right? It, 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 the legend is that. It's not the fact, though. It's flawed human logic. Now, what's my evidence that it's flawed human logic? Let's go back. Uh, Major League Baseball history is filled with teams that dropped stink bombs late in the season and then still ended up navigating their way through the baseball postseason and winning. You can go back to the year 2000. Derek Jeter, El Capitan, and the Yankees of 2000, they closed the regular season, the year 2000, 13 and 18 in September and October. Five games under 500. They're playing 419 baseball 
to close the regular season. They won the championship that year. Then you got the, that, that Diamondback team that won in 01. Uh, they were under 500 in the month of September, and they ended up winning the World Series that year. You got what I always use is the gold standard, and I believe it is the gold standard, and that's the 06 Cardinals. And I brought the 06 Cardinals up a lot. They finished September and October with that Albert Pujols Cardinals team, the cheating cards. Uh, they were 12 and 18. They had a 400 record uh, winning percentage. And they had a losing record the second half of the season. They won the World Series. But wait, there's more. How about just more recently, the, the 2015 Royals with Mike Moustakis leading the way. The Royals of 2015, in the month of September, that Kansas City team was 11 and 17. They had a 393 winning percentage. They won the World Series. Do you get the point? I can go on here. I can go on and on if you want. Baseball's history, and this is not – I'm not going back to the to the 90s or the 80s or the 70s. I'm going back in the, in the modern era of baseball, since the year 2000, and, and there are other examples. All of these teams either had a terrible September or October or both, and they ended up winning the World Series. So I can go on and on if you want. And, uh, of course, that doesn't guarantee anything, but it's certainly – for those that are closing the door based on the last you know, month or so for the Dodgers, and they actually played better the last couple of weeks. Now, the final word here. The, the Dodgers, I feel, I feel like they're in a good spot here, and uh, they're kind of off the grid. Which you, How can you win 104 games and be off the grid? Kind of looks like they are, right? Uh, nobody in baseball has got a, a deeper roster. Not the Cubs, not the Nationals, not the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Indians, the Diamondbacks, and go on and on. We know that talent is great. You got to get performance, right? Winning is all about talent and production, right? That's the part. You got to get these guys to to get it done and show the mental toughness in the playoffs. I, I believe they will. All right, it's the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, on Fox. And if you would like to comment on any of that, you are more than welcome. We give out the number once an hour, and here it is. The uh, number is eight seven seven. 99 on Fox. You like numbers better than letters? Here it is. 877-996-6369. Now, we have a couple of options. We could do the MLB Divisional Series pick them here. We could do that. We could push it back till later. So we have several options that we can do here. Should we, A, do it right now, or push it back to the end of the hour? That's the question. What's the answer? Hmm. No one's giving an answer. All right, my staff, let me tell you something. Uh, my people, mic wasn't up. I was yelling people, into the microphone. Uh, they helped me out so Push much it here. back. Push it back. Push it back. Push it back now. Ben, we were allowing for suspense to build. <laughs> okay. I was just a gonna, good answer. I was just going to keep repeating that question over and over again and for like the next three hours, and then I would have gone home. We're, we're ready for I'm ready. the divisional I, I, round. I think we should push it back. Oh, really? Know, these guys want to do it right now. Are you, are you, you, you going to listen to them or are you going to listen to me? Executive producer Justin yeah. Cooper. He's right over there. He wants he demands. He wants demand to get it over with. I guess. Get it over with. It would be interesting to, right to see how Coop performs with no pressure of the <laughs> clock because we always, I, see that that makes it better though. We got to push it back. Got to hear him say uh uh uh, and then you know. Yeah, you can literally hear when you listen to the show that last name, Coop, panicking. You can feel it as he's trying to find that last name. It is glorious. He never got the last one yesterday, did he? I don't think he got the last one out, did he? I did. He yelled it at the last second. I didn't hear it. But let's 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 do it now. 
<laughs> wow. He really wants to do it. He now. wants to get it get it out of the Can way, we apparently. appease the Koopa Loop here? All right, listen. Here we go. The MLB Divisional Series Pick'em Daily Fantasy. We keep track of this. The playoff scoreboard to see how we are all doing. And let's find out. Who's gonna go first here, Koopa Loop? I know it's not Ben. I maybe it is. Maybe it could this be. Is, I this don't is know. this is crunch time here. Danny and I are tied for second place. Eddie is in first with three more the, wins than the, the rest playoffs. of us. Start fresh. Mr. Baseball fresh. right here. Oh, it's the whole baseball I, season. I right now am tied for the lead <laughs> in the baseball postseason. <laughs> <laughs> it's different in October. Uh, okay. Well, hard anyway. to believe Ben would say that. Danny it's, it's G. Point, it's, you, you reset yeah. everything in the playoff. Paul Goldschmidt came through for me. Hell yeah. He ain't going to come through you for you in the Thursday schedule. Yeah. Who you got, Danny? Pick him again. Yeah, All right. Him. No. With the first selection, the Gradio clan selects yeah. Mookie Betts. Wow. Mookie. A surprising selection. Eddie. I'll take Edwin. Encarnacio. All right, cool. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Aaron Judge. <laughs> How did he last until that pick? All right, I'll take Francisco Lindor and Jose, 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 Jose Ramirez of the Indians. Wow. He's going all in on the tribe. Yes, I am. Uh, you see who's starting for the Yankees. All right, Coop, who you got, Coop? Um, I will go with George Springer. Yeah, he was on my board, but I had him as a second-round pick, which is where you picked him. Eddie, who you got? It's the MLB Divisional Series pick him. Time shifted for ratings purposes. Uh, let's go with D.D. Gregorius. DD's off the board, and Danny G, the back-to-back Danny G. All right. I'm going to go with Brett Gardner. Gardner. Gardy. Gardy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, has anyone taken Jose Altuve? Uh, I'll take that Jose. You want that Jose. All right. You're going to have your Jose. And what about you, Eddie? I'll go with uh, Andrew Benintendi. Not on my board. Coop, who you got? I will go with Xander Bogarts. All right. You can have him. I will take, let's see here. I got I got one Indian, I got a Yankee. You know what? We talked about him a lot yesterday. He got hit in the junk. I'll go with Gary Sanchez. I want to take <laughs> Gary Sanchez from the Yankees. Oh, bad move. He still hasn't recovered. Uh, he'll be all right. He's going to take some steroids. He'll be good to go. All right, there it is, the MLB Divisional Series pick em. And so when you're watching the games, if you hear one of those names, it'll be my guys to get all the hits. And you say, oh, Ben, ben was right again. Got it right yet again. How does that guy do it? Just simply stunning. Simply amazing. All right. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We will take your phone calls as uh, we give out the number here a moment ago. And also on Twitter. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities and join the fun. We have a Facebook page as well. We have a Facebook page as well. It's Ben Maller Show. And get ass on Facebook, Ben Maller Show. All right. Uh, Giving you number one. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show is 79% more enjoyable when you join us on Twitter. It is the backdoor way to be heard on the radio. You can message the Maller Posse by following Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can follow and tweet at our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at a Bronco fan. I'm going to have Jamie Ben. <laughs> You're going to have him, huh? Well, congratulations. Uh, that's UH Bronco fan, a Bronco fan. It's his Twitter handle. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. 
We'll have Mallard of the Third Degree coming up in about 10 minutes. To the phones we go, we say hello to our old friend. I wonder what happened to her. Rachel in Montebello is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Rachel. Hi, Ben. I was trying. Ben, I was trying to get over the stomach flu. I'm I'm getting over it. I think. How do I feel? Did you ask? Well, uh, welcome back, Rachel. We we missed you on the show, and I'm glad you're healthy now for the postseason. That's good. You got to be ready for the playoffs. How do I feel? Did you ask? Yes. How do you feel, Rachel? I want to know. I want to know. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't read that. How do you feel, Rachel? Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel this good. Uh Flying so high on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. Now, 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 no, now. No, no, no. She's calm back. Down, calm Listen, down. That is wonderful. Hey, he, where are the white women at? These guys are Montebello. These guys are jealous. These people are very jealous over there, these people. Wrong! Keep your powder dry, America. And Dodgers <laughs> never, ever give up. Ever, ever. No, no, no. They're not going to give up. Uh, I think they, uh, they'll they give up in spring training next year, but they're not going to give up now. No, no, they're going to have to put their big boy pants on now. Yes, they will. And those are, I think those are in the back of the locker room. <laughs> So they got to find those. Yeah. yeah. Now it's going to separate the men from the boys. But you know what, Ben? We're going to have a good postseason. Um, 11 wins is all it takes. That's it. Just 11 measly wins. And then you and I go to the uh, parade. I cannot wait. Uh, we'll be on one of the floats, me and Rachel on one of the floats. They'll be waving at the people there down down the street. Just, just absolutely wonderful. All right. Well, very good, Rachel. It's good you're back. Stay away from the spicy foods there, Rachel. Okay, Ben. All right. Thank you. Good night. Damn, very nice from uh, Rachel. Ben, did she also sing to you on your guys' honeymoon, or is that the first time? Just because you guys don't have any admirers that call the show. She was was down uh, underneath the window, Danny, singing. You guys have no ability to sing. We know that you guys can't sing. Rachel, very talented and uh, does a great job. So we thank her for that. Let's go to Trevor, who's in Chandler, Arizona, on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Trevor. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. (laughs) Mr. Ben Mallory. Hollywood. You're slim. You're trim. You got your teeth widened, and you moved out of the hood. When did that That's a uh, Photoshop, actually. Yeah, yes, yes. But, uh, yeah. but remember this. Yeah. I've called since 2002. Are you the guy that vomited on the yes, air? Yes, I am. All Very right. easy. You should replay that for every, all, all these youngsters out there. They don't know your game. They don't my, know your my, my game? Remember no Eric game. Gagne? Uh, remember him? He's dead to me. I don't know what you're talking Wait about. Wait a minute. I want to hear the story about exactly. this guy puking on the yeah, air. He vomited on the air. I did. Just, I'm yeah. proud of were it. Were you sick or were you drunk? Oh, <laughs> never mind. What are you, what are you, well, yeah, I know. You, I should, you know, I should you have known. Well, I you have, have to known. ask. Eddie. I know. Come on. No, Ben, is that allowed by the FCC? Did you guys have to dump it? Yeah, it did not actually broadcast. It was just for- got married. I got divorced. He makes money. I don't. But we're still up at night. It's like a family. <laughs> So you, since we last talked, you've been married and divorced. You've gotten gone through the whole life cycle. Yeah. Correct. Wow. But you know, one thing we, we we're gonna under you gotta understand here, just yeah. one one thing, yeah. please. Yes, Trevor. Yeah. When was the last time Kershaw won a home playoff game? 
Uh, it'll be Friday night. I will be there I can't wait against Taiwan Walker. That's uh, that's game uh, five. Yeah, I can't wait either. I'm very excited about it. I it's gonna be too. fun, so and I look forward. For to all it. you youngsters out there, Coop, I, and and one one other thing I have to bring in here. I listen. Oh, you do listen. I've called oh. in for 13 years now. Give, you I want cheat you to on your your games, my friend. These guys cheat. You're right. Yeah. Now no, they do cheat. cheat. I don't cheat. I these got guys so cheat. The other night. Really? Oh, I like this guy, Ben. No, anyway, call more often. Too. Yeah, he's a terrible call. I actually just he, don't throw up. He left part of the story out. I actually banned Trevor for over a decade from calling the show. Remember that, Trevor? <laughs> you were not allowed to call for over hey, a man. decade. You could not. Always, hey, I'm a loyal listener. Always. Yeah. Now, who was at that time in what year? 2002. Who was the uh, the, the big caller in those? Was that Pete in Pittsburgh, Spokane, Gary? That I era? No, I know. I no. was. Oh, you were? That's a lie. I, I don't now, Motor, Mo- else. Motor City was Mike. You Jason Smith. Monty. Yeah. Remember that guy, Monty, uh, who called up? But anyways, hey, uh, hey. All right, I got to go. You're annoying. Thank you. It's good to hear from you. I'm glad you're alive. Love you all. All right, be good. All right, stay out of jail. Thank you. All right. Trevor uh, vomited. It's one of several times that's happened to me over the years, but his is probably more famous because it was the first time it had happened. You always remember your first. You always remember the first person that vomits. That's uh, very important. <laughs> Let's go to Jeff, who's in Minnesota on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Jeff. Good evening, Ben. Big, big listener. Um, I think I was reading so well. Hold on a second. Jeff, you sound like the teacher from the Peanuts. We can't hear you, Jeff. Wah, I want to wah, hear every wah, word there. Is wah. your phone dying? What's going on there, Jeff? No, my, my phone is not dying. Uh, all right. Somebody tell you I wanted to talk to WNBA for ten seconds, and that's why you don't want to hear me. Oh no! That could have some, that, could, that could have something blow, to blow do with up. it. That could have. Something. You know, we're trying to. It's broadcasting, not narrowcasting. You know that, right? Okay. Well, reason reason I had asked that was yeah. only because earlier tonight we've been talking about Cam Newton and the stupid thing that he said. Well, we haven't really have talked about that yet. Oh, we haven't. I, yeah. I will talk he, about it the next hour. He, he, full mile. He model. doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have a filter on his mouth. But we're talking about how he criticized a woman. Yet, well, he gave his, he gave his opinion. I, the NFL is all about free speech. They got a problem with that. They oh, want the players no. to do whatever they want, right? That's what's no, the big but deal. Why, but why is he getting all that attention for that? He's getting that attention because uh, the liberal media is upset with him. They're fighting back at Cam Newton. You can't take this guy's phone anymore. All right, I got it. Thank you. I would have let you continue, Jeff, but your phone's terrible. Mm-hmm. Not only is it a phone, it sucks. All right, so it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, there was a story. TMZ had video of Terrell Pryor of the Redskins after the Monday night game. He's walking off the field. He gets into a heated exchange with some fans at Arrowhead Stadium, and uh, that leads to the bird number one being thrown out to the Chiefs fan. Now, we can advance the story. We can advance the story. Pryor is claiming uh, that he was racially taunted by Chiefs fans at Arrowhead Stadium. He's, uh, he's playing the race card on this one. He says he was being uh, being peppered with insults multiple times by fans in Kansas City uh, who were giving him a hard time. And he posted on his Instagram account and uh, went on and on and on. And he said, as I walked in the tunnel hearing someone call me the N-word, and say F you to me, me flicking the person off is more deserving, he says. But then he apologized to his teammates and the organization. All right, now I'm sure there's a lot of video. I know when the players walk off the field, there's a lot. we saw the TMZ video. I'm assuming there's some audio. So I would like to hear this, and then we can publicly shame 
uh, and I'm assuming security at Arrowhead Stadium, uh, this was reported, and whoever said this was likely kicked out of the stadium, and I'm going to assume this did happen, and that person should be publicly shamed. I'm sure that's going to happen, right, because the security there. I've, I've not been to a Chiefs game, but I'm going to assume the, the rules there do not allow you to just randomly throw out that word. So, therefore, if you did say it, that the security came over and either warned you or kicked you out, I would think they, they kicked you out. And if that's the case, we, we should have a, a name that will come out. So that should come out in the next 24 hours. I would think if this happened, at least there'll be audio of it, right? If, if it, he, As he says, he was walking into the tunnel after the game and this happened, I would think there would be some people with their phones and the audio, you would pick that up. All right, it's a, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We will have momentarily. We're going to have Maller to the third degree. Right now, though, let's get you the latest from Eddie Garcia. Eddie? Well, Ben, postseason baseball, it was the National League wildcard game in Arizona with the Diamondbacks and Rockies in a wild one. Now, the Diamondbacks did jump out to a 6-0 lead, but Colorado would come back to make it 6-5 in the seventh inning. Arizona then scored twice in the seventh. Colorado came back with two in the eighth. Then the Diamondbacks scored three in the eighth inning to get that 11-8 victory. A.J. Pollock with a big two-run triple in that one late. And Paul Goldschmidt, a three-run home run early, helping Arizona to get the win and advance. They go to the NLDS. They'll face the Dodgers in the best-of-five series. That'll be in L.A. starting on Friday. Opening night in the NHL, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Penguins lose after raising their Stanley Cup banner to the Blues. 5-4 in overtime, Alex Petrangelo with two goals, including the sudden-death game winner. Oilers shut off the Flames 3-0. All three goals scored by reigning league MVP Connor McDavid for Edmonton. Wayne Simmons of the Flyers had a hat trick. Flyers beat the Sharks 5-3, and the Maple Leafs roll over the Jets 7-2. Patrick Marlowe in his Leafs debut with a pair of goals. This report is brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, a note from the NBA, where in the annual survey of general managers by NBA.com, 93% have selected the Golden State Warriors to win the NBA title again. Very bold of them. To yes. Make that uh, the Cavaliers receiving 7% of yeah. the vote. So, obviously, only two teams were picked out of the entire league to win the title. A lot of competition in the NBA. Oh, very, very much so. Very much so. Very, very competitive. All right, so the Ben Maller Show coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance, just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I don't believe the story going around, which is being reported in some of the Hollywood trade papers, that O.J. Simpson is asking for $3 million for a television interview. I, I don't believe it. I know the Hollywood Reporter claimed that people that were surrogates of O.J. were going around to the TV network's trying to get an interview, and he was shot down by uh, ABC, CBS, and NBC said no. No, 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 no. Also, the Discovery Channel, their networks, uh, the A&E network as well, they said no. No, no, no. That's according to the the tablets. I don't believe it because, yeah, $3 million, $5 million is great, but O.J. Simpson, remember, he, he originally owed, I think it was like $33 million or something like that, in the wrongful death settlement that he lost, the civil case that he lost for slicing the heads off Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. Uh, Well, that is now at $70 million because of interest. 
So the unpaid settlement, $70 million. So if he does the interview, that's a, a drop in the bucket there. It's a drop in the bucket even if he got $3 million. Plus, O.J. did those interviews at the gas station. So, so yeah. very odd that O.J. would have his window down while going to a gas station. I would think he would keep the window up, but he apparently had it down. Uh, let's go now to a man that likes whoopie pie and video games. Blair. The Blair main project is on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Blair. Yeah, my Colorado Rockies lost, man. I'm so bummed. Yeah, you sound like it. Yeah, I you know. You're going to be okay? Yeah. I was trying to stay awake for your show right here on the couch. Yeah. I'm awake, though. Yeah. I stayed awake. How many fingers am I holding up right now? I don't know. I can't see you. No, no, take a guess. Take a guess right there. You, you look, look really hard. Close your eyes and look. Just try to imagine. Here we go. If you get it right, I'll give you a golden ticket. Go ahead. Three. Oh, no, wrong. Wrong, wrong, wow. wrong. He was holding up two. Yeah, I only had two. But I got a you prediction for you, Dodgers. Impressive. You're only off by one. Yes? I got a prediction for you, Dodgers. Okay. That's what I want. They're going to win this series against Arizona. Stop clapping, Eddie. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Only a dope would do it, that. You got a bunch of idiots with you. Because they don't predict that the Dodgers are going to win. That's right. Yeah, you are right. You know an idiot. These guys are morons. Hey, how These dare guys. you? I'm a huge Dodgers fan. I like that you're butchering. No, you're not. <laughs> what? You're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Oh, my goodness. Come yeah, on, come on Eddie. Come clean. Steelers Must fan. have been mistaken uh, uh, with a fox. Not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers stink. Uh, everyone knows that. They stink yeah. like my shirt. Real bad sweatshirt. <laughs> Ben, you didn't learn your lesson by taking his call yesterday. No, he, he, I know. Come on. No, he's on, so ben. bad, he's good. I like this yeah. guy. He's grown on me. He's like that that guy in Washington that uh, cooks the meat late at night there, that guy. Yeah, same thing. I like him. That's a lot of meat. No, uh, that, that is a lot of meat. edited audio. Clearly, you can hear the edit in there. It's sloppy editing. Yeah. We haven't heard from I like our, the extended wiener. We haven't heard from our friend, Bar- the barbecuing man. He hadn't called in at all. Right, go to bed, Blair. Take a shower, too. Try that, okay? And and use some soap. Wash your clothes. Use some soap. Hand wash if you got to. And clean out your ears. All right. Uh, thank you, Blair. There he goes. Very upset because uh, his Rockies. Blair in Maine, big Rockies fan. Uh, a lot of, there are a lot of Rocky fans. You, know, you think about the state of Maine. Why would you not be a Rockies fan? <laughs> right? I mean, there's very little He's reason. The one. There's very little reason not to support the Colorado, Colorado Rockies when you live in the state of Maine. Uh, you ready for this? I don't think you're ready. Let's see. If, let's do it here. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And another monumental edition of Maller to the third degree. We bring in the master of ceremonies, the Coop. The loop, Justin Cooper. Mariners GM Jerry Depoto said that Felix Hernandez would be handled a little differently next season, which could include pitch counts, skipping starts, and so on. Ben, do you think that this will get King Felix at least a little closer to what he once was? Uh, no, I wish this is not going to work. I did see this. I was on the state-run MLB uh, website, and they had this big write-up about Jerry Depoto, and he's got this master plan to fix the Mariner pitching staff, and I, I read it out of morbid curiosity. A couple of things here. A, Felix Hernandez is past his prime. He's 33 years old. The law of diminishing returns is what's in play here. King Felix will never be what he was 
several years back. Now, that doesn't mean he can't be effective, but he's going to have to reinvent himself. I recommend learning a new pitch. I would like to see the EFIS pitch come back to baseball. No one's really throwing the EFIS pitch. I'd like to see that come back. Remember there was a guy, this is an outdated reference, but there was this pitcher I heard about before my time, uh, Frank Tanana. He, like, reinvented himself as a soft tosser. You can do it. And then as far as Jerry Depoto is concerned, the, the GM, he claimed that Seattle baseball needs a wolf pack mentality for their pitching staff. That's the terminology they use, a wolf pack mentality, and that meant that they need a bigger stable of pitchers to choose from. That's great, but you got to live in the real world, right? you got to live in the real world. And if they really want to see Felix Hernandez find the fountain of youth, other than learning a gimmick pitch, right, the knuckleball, the EFIS pitch, something like that, other than that, there's only one person on God's green earth that I know that can find the fountain of youth, that knows the phone number and knows where to have the package delivered to get the fountain of youth, and that would be Peyton Manning. So if I'm Jerry Depoto, I get Felix Hernandez on the phone with Peyton. Peyton knows some people at the Geyer Clinic, and he went – remember, Peyton had – he had a – career-threatening neck injury. He had degeneration of his spine. He needed three surgeries, Peyton Manning. He missed a season and then set an NFL single-season record for touchdown passes two years later. So as long as the Mariners can get whoever was taking care of Peyton, whatever goodies Peyton was possibly using, to, uh, to get over to King Felix, they're in good shape. Defining, defining greatness after, after, breaking every kind of modern medical science guidebook. All right, next. The Washington Redskins are 2-2 two and two and currently sitting at third place in the NFC East. However, they have beat both the Rams and the Raiders and were a drop pass away from potentially beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Ben, are the Redskins underrated? No, I'm going to say that's a stretch to say that the Redskins are are underrated. I, I, don't, I wouldn't describe them as underrated. Uh, and I know it's, it's a bit of... Semantics here, but the, the, the Red Sox, they're always going to be glossed over. And, and I'll tell you, the reason why, number one, when you play in a division, when you play in a division with the Dallas Cowboys, you're not going to win the PR battle. The Cowboys are always going to get more hype. The puffery is going to be about Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. And then you got the Giants up the road a ways there, and they're getting a lot of publicity as well. So going into a season, if you break down the NFC East, the Eagles and Redskins are always downgraded in comparison to the Cowboys and the Giants. And then number two, Washington, what are they good at? They're good at drama. Dan Snyder, this guy feeds the content box here at Fox Sports Radio. Kirk Cousins is a top 10 quarterback. The Redskins have a pretty good stable of running backs there. They've got some grinders on defense. So they'll be in contention. They'll be a 9 or 10 win team in Washington you win nine or ten games, you're in the wild card, you're in the division race in the NFC East, and the Cowboys certainly look like they've taken at least a half a step back. Next! Adam Gase is jumping to the defense of Jay Cutler. Now, Cutler's getting a lot of heat, but Gase says, quote, if we protect him and give him a second to throw the ball, we'll be all right. If he's going to get hit from start to finish, I don't care who you put back there. Ben, do you think the Dolphins would be doing better with Ryan Tannehill? Well, Adam Gase, is, he's using classic... A classic coaching smokescreen, uh, and and I'm not I don't buy what he's trying to get across here. The the video does not like the uh, the wildcat play where Jay Cutler 
look like he would rather be swimming in some piranha-filled water than run that particular play with any kind of energy. Uh, Not only has Jay Cutler been a quarterback in Miami, he has been, the word here is a nuisance. He has been a nuisance. Cutler was bad at the end of his run with the Chicago Bears. No one in Chicago was upset when Jay Cutler was not brought back. In fact, they had a ticker tape parade. Uh, They were so excited about this. But with Cutler playing even worse now in Miami than he did when in Chicago, how is that even possible? Cutler's 29th in yards per attempt. Mike Glennon, who's already been benched in Chicago, has a better yards per pass attempt than Jay Cutler in Miami right now. Blake Bortles, who's had a really good game and some shaky games, is also ahead of Jay Cutler. But wait, we got more. Jay Cutler's 25th in quarterback rating. Smoking Jay Cutler should be brought up on grand larceny charges for what he's done in Miami here. This is a fraud situation. Now, secondly, this makes the, the problem is it makes Adam Gase look bad. He was trumpeted and built up as this quarterback whisperer who could get into Jay Cutler's soul and turn him into an effective NFL quarterback again, even a Pro Bowl-type player. How the hell is that working out? Uh, so yeah, don't ask, right? All right, there it is. Mallard to the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed this edition. That's a winner! <laughs> All right, time now for the Insta Trivia as we get you set for the new week in the NFL, the National Football League. Here it is. Among all receivers so far this season, who has the worst passer rating when targeted? Meaning when thrown the ball, obviously, when they're looking to throw the ball to that receiver. Among all receivers in the NFL so far, who has the worst passer rating when targeted so far this NFL season? That's your Insta Trivia. Answers next. The Ben Maller Show has been called the most unique show on sports radio, but we need your help with our guerrilla marketing campaign. Use your social media pages to show your support for the Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, the instant trivia, here it is, among all receivers, all receivers in the NFL, who has the worst passer rating when targeted so far this season? That is the question. What's the answer? The answer is coming in on Twitter, at Ben Maller. Richard's going with Mark Superduper as his answer. Charlie Brown thrown out by Daniel Musin Mohammed from the Rooster. John Taylor from the... 1980s 49ers from Marvin the Michigan Man. Jack Snow tossed out by the Palm Desert Rat. Brian Hoyer from Will not paying attention. Ivinson goes with Bill Buckner. Brandon Marshall tossed out by Cameron. Uh, Who else do we have here? Let's see. Can't do that. Uh, Wendell Smallwood from Ty. Uh, We have Rick Upchurch, guessed by Rob. I like that one. Some good names here. Some new names. Uh, Big Boy's going with the traditional Brandon Cooks as his answer. Eddie, do you have an answer? I always have an answer for you, Ben. It's Armani Toomer. Armani Toomer. No. It's uh, incorrect. Uh, The correct answer. The the wide receiver, among all receivers, who has the worst passer rating when targeted this season. Uh, You said Armani, right? You said Armani. Armani Toomer. Armani Toomer. No, you you were off a little bit. Amari Cooper. Of oh, the uh, Raiders. That was so close. I know. It sounds very similar. Amari Cooper. 
37.6, the passer rating when targeted. Uh, Marquise Lee of Jacksonville is the next worst, followed by Brandon Marshall of the Giants and Des Bryant of the Cowboys. Right? All right. So the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now we're not going all in, right? There's, there's not enough games. Eddie wants to pick hockey games. We got college football. We got NFL. We yeah. got a lot of stuff. Well, now we wasted too much time. All right. Let's see. Now you're, what game would you have picked it? Uh, Louisville, NC State, over yeah. 66. Wait, what about that, that Bucks patriots game? Like we'll do Benny yeah. versus the Penny. Like I, I keep looking over, over, but then I'm like, well, if you bet the under, you you have to beat you. Like you bet the over, you're losing until they beat you, know, and then you, they have to score all those points for you to win. But that looks like an over. That's a that's a big number though. Angry, angry, angry. What did he say? Oh my God! You can't say that. Oh, everyone's upset. Well, not everyone's upset, but a lot of. Internet outrage directed at an NFL quarterback. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com. For a free rate quote. Well, you would think after beating the Patriots that the chatter in the NFL would be about Cam Newton. Why not, right? Big win anytime you beat the Super Bowl champs in their own stadium. Man, that's important. I'm going to assume the position that this was not what he envisioned would be the topic of conversation in the NFL world it turned out to be let's charbroil Cam Newton Day on social media. They unloaded everyone, everyone, the the, poli- the people out to get Cam Newton. Now, what did he do? If you've been in a uh, a cave somewhere and you have not paid attention, uh, this is uh, this is uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. A Cam Newton turned a generic, boring question from a female reporter, into a feeding frenzy. Into a feeding frenzy. And we have the audio tape on this, so let's go to the audio tape again. Uh, this is a random midweek news conference from Cam Newton, the Carolina Panthers' former MVP there. Ask a question, and this is what has turned him into a punching bag. Cam, I know you take a lot of pride in seeing your receivers play well. Devin Funches has seemed to really embrace the physicality of his routes and, and making getting those extra yards. Does that give you a little bit of an enjoyment to see him kind of truck-sticking people out there? It's funny to hear a female talk about routes. Like, it's funny. Yeah, all right. So that's, uh, I can't First of all, any question about Devin Bunches, I think, is funny. I think it's just in general those questions are pretty funny. Sexist. All right, so let, let's talk about this. You heard the key part of that. It's funny to hear a female talk about uh, routes or, depending on where you live, roots. Uh, all right, so here's the – now, the NFL quickly circled the wagons. And th- this is – I got the biggest kick out of the reaction to this, right? Because the NFL, th- they ran over each other to issue a strongly worded statement – uh, condemning Cam Newton's remarks, right, saying that they were just plain wrong. Uh, I mean, just a, a couple of hours after that news conference, that came out. So 
Cam Newton has been being uh, he, he's he's been uh, I don't know if attacks the right word, but people are unloading on Cam Newton uh, because of that soundbite that you just heard. Right, they're they're going for it. They are. It's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. And, uh, so, did Cam Newton's response deserve the kind of pushback that he's getting? Uh, of course not. Of course not. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Now, my thoughts on this, uh, it's an obvious overreaction. Uh, Honesty is in play here. Real world, and there are some people that clearly need therapy dogs. Uh, they do. Hey, this is a classic overreaction. Of all the things to get upset about in the world that we're in right now, I would say, and I would like to think that I'm not in the minority on this, I would think that this is pretty pretty far down on your laundry list of things that will get you enraged. I mean, it's just, these people are acting just as childish as Cam Newton, right? Grow up. Uh, now, Cam Newton, the thing that he did, the thing that was the mistake from Cam Newton, you know what his real sin was? What Cam Newton's real sin was? Honesty. That's how he feels, right? And who cares? Who cares if that's how Cam Newton feels? Fine. He's a dopey quarterback that dresses like a clown and wears skinny jeans and ridiculous hats. That's Cam Newton. He's trying to sell you yogurt, okay? This is not someone you should be concerned about. And you know, he's not exactly the, uh, the, the poster child for, uh, for, for someone that you look to their opinions. Oh, my God, I need, uh, I need clarity from this person. Rather than, than speaking cliches and the platitudes and the buzzwords that we get so often, Cam Newton, he did the thing that you can't do. He gave a response, which I believe was his honest response. That's how he felt, right? This is a reminder. We play these sound bites all the time. We usually mock them. And the reason we mock them is because they're all the same. They're robotic. They're cold. They're lifeless. We, we play this sound bite from uh, a former baseball player, Scott Podsednik, who's the king of the cliché. And he spent like 15 seconds just going from cliché to cliché to cliché. And that's like 99% of jockspeak. And the reason it is this way is because if you say the thing, even if you believe it, and you say the thing that people don't like to hear, you then get body slammed. In this case, it fits the political agenda of the social justice wars, and they just tore him to shreds, right? And let me remind you, let me remind you that many of these same media outfits that have been roasting Cam Newton We're also banging the drum about First Amendment rights of athletes. Let them protest at games. I don't care if they're at work. They're allowed to protest. It's in the First Amendment. Freedom of speech. Now, now we know that freedom of speech is only if you agree with our political agenda. And if you offend us, we will send out the attack dogs. And that's what's going on right now. The attack dogs are being sent out. And the thing, I was, I was going nuts. I, I was texting a friend of mine early in the day, and I was like, you know, on the scale of outrage, if you're going to look at Cam Newton and say, I'm going to get upset over something that Cam Newton says, right? My money, we talked about this last week on this show. I did a Maller monologue on this because it annoyed me. Cam Newton said that Colin Kaepernick paid the ultimate sacrifice 
That is much more offensive, much more offensive than this dopey thing. No one even paid attention to that. No one paid attention because it fit the political agenda of most of the mainstream sports media, so they just completely ignored that. No outrage, no condemning, no heartfelt stories about how could Cam disrespect all these soldiers and all that. No, 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 none of that. But this, now you'd think he's he's Hitler. Oh, he's Hitler. My God. And, and by the way, the, the other thing here, I mean, who knows what Cam Newton, what goes on behind the closed doors of the locker room. Right? Apparently, he, the, 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 one of the reporters, the female reporter who covers the, the Panthers, confronted Cam Newton after this, and then uh, Cam didn't back down, which I give him credit for. If that's how he feels, why should he back down? Why should he, he change his position? If he believes this, that's how he feels. Right, and, and it, I, I say real world stuff. You, you know, you can call Cam Newton a caveman, and many have. A Neanderthal, uh, popular as well. Uh, people have said that. But let me ask you a question. Let, let's forget the PC nonsense. What percentage of NFL players, if you gave them truth serum, would say I, I kind of generally agree with Cam Newton? What what percentage is it going to be? One percent? Is it twenty percent? Is it thirty percent? Is it over fifty percent? Again, if you if you peel back the curtain and you know you're just there, you said you'll be no punishment. There'll be no nasty things said about you. No heartfelt stories written about how horrible you are and all. This. How many of them would would say, hey, you know, yeah, I kind of. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's maybe Cam Newton's on an island by himself. I'm going to say no, though, right? I'm going to say no. Now, my advice to everyone in this department who's all uh, outraged is to ignore this, right? Even if Cam Newton is someone who is a Neanderthal, right, and uh, misogynistic and all that, big deal, right? I mean, most most NFL players think it is funny when someone who did not play in the NFL talks about the game of football, the X's and O's, as a general rule, whether they have male anatomy or female anatomy, they think that these people are stupid. That's why we have a bunch of boring athletes that do television and radio and suck, almost all of them, but they are, you know, they're respected in the athlete world because they used to play the game. It doesn't matter whether they can actually do television or radio but they often get these jobs, but that's part of the reason, right? Because they're accepted. Other athletes are accepted in the fraternity. That's how it's been for a zillion years, and I don't see it changing uh, anytime soon. I don't see it changing anytime soon here. And Cam Newton, it hasn't happened yet, which I'm surprised. I thought this was going to happen already. If it has happened, I haven't seen it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the position he will eventually be strong-armed into a forced apology. He'll do the walk of shame. Uh, he'll say he was trying to make a joke. It's a misunderstanding. He'll talk about Jesus. Uh, he'll bring his family up. The whole thing. I mean, we've seen these kind of apologies before and all that. But maybe he won't. Maybe Cam will be different, and and maybe maybe Cam will uh, will stand by his vision. If that's how he feels, I think he should stand by his his position. I, this is First Amendment, right? It's where the NFL, this, the main the mainstream media is like, hey, these guys have a right to do what they want. They want to protest on the job and sit down during the national anthem, which is upsetting a lot of people, they're allowed to do it, right? First Amendment. Well, First Amendment cuts both ways, right? If you're going to go down that road, and Cam Newton 
can do whatever. That, how funny is it, though, that the NFL has been there, – there are major sponsors of the NFL that have had to start special – they've had to hand out special uh, numbers for complaints from people that are upset with what's going on in the NFL with the protests. The NFL sits there and does nothing. Cam Newton does this, and an hour later there's a memo from the NFL, strongly worded statement, saying this is just plain wrong. <laughs> it's just it's outstanding. It's, it's comical at this point. Now, the parting shot on all of this. Right? Now, we know that the PC police have been triggered. Right, the, the mob is marching down the street. They're holding torches. They've got their pitchforks out, and they are demanding an apology. Right. And uh, you know, keep an eye. If I'm Cam Newton, I'm watching out for the attack poodles because they are going to attack him. Uh, and, and my advice to these people all upset about this particular issue is go get your little therapy dog there. Manage your anxiety. Uh, it's insane. But again, that just shows you the ridiculousness of this. A week ago, Cam Newton uh, was talking about Colin Kaepernick and says he paid the ultimate sacrifice no one other than me and, like, two other people paid any attention to that. This, uh, you would have thought Cam Newton has said the, the, the most ridiculous thing in the world. Now, do I agree with Cam Newton's position? No. I've, I've, I've had women that have, I've worked with over the years that do plenty about football. But who cares? I don't care about that particular part of it. All right. It's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and we will take your phone calls. Your phone calls if you'd like to be part of the festivities. The number is 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. How come, to my knowledge, nobody asked, uh, we'll bring in Eddie here, nobody asked a follow-up of, uh, there were like 30 people supposedly in the room there, and they... uh, they didn't uh, follow up with Cam on that? Well, I will say this. While he does sound like a dope for how he started it off, he did actually answer her question very thoughtfully. Uh, I think it would have been worse if he would have just dismissed the question and not answered it, but he he actually did answer the question. Uh, that So I think that that was yeah. part of it. I mean, right? Not, fo- not asking a follow-up? Is that, like, so, you wanted them to go after him? Is that what you're saying? The other well, reporters? if they were really upset, I mean, I mean all, all these reporters who were in the room, I, it's not all of them, but several of them have written these just heartfelt stories about how upset they were and how there was silence yeah. in the room. Well, you were there. I wasn't there. You weren't there, Eddie. If you were that upset by it, why don't you put the pressure on Cam Newton and say, hey, stupid, why'd you do that? None of them did, right? Not on the microphone, not at the podium. And then were they were they blindsided by this? Were they shocked by this? And then they, they well, uh, it, you you would agree that it is surprising that he would have this reaction, right? I mean, women reporters in the locker room and in press conferences—that's that's the norm now. It's not anything well, unusual. That doesn't, that doesn't mean though behind closed doors, this is not the popular opinion though. I know you have to live in a, a okay, world where but you don't think I'm, that. But I'm just saying. It's, I think it's is yeah, it, he, he reacted like, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen a woman in a press conference. They're, they're in every sport in press conferences. This isn't new. Uh, yeah, it's not. Well, they have a female beat writer, at least one that's covering the team. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming she's been around the team quite a bit. Nice I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, and again, I'm yeah. assuming this, that she's asked questions before. I'm pretty sure maybe, Cam Newton has had not, a lot of press conferences. So it's yeah. odd. All right. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show. I cannot wait for his apology. Will it be a posting on social media? Yes. You're going to go that? Yep. All right. He's not going to do the walk of shame out there and say, I really want to address this. I want to. 
Because you know Ron Rivera's got a news conference on Thursday. Oh, I'm sure he's thrilled to be answering questions about this. It's got to be like his first question, uh, right? You know, say, hey, uh, Coach, what did you think of your quarterback statements? You know, and all that. I, I don't believe it'll be the first question, but it'll be in the top uh, first five So they'll questions. start with a yep, softball yep, question. Yep, yep. Get him warmed up a little bit. Give me the injuries, Coach. All right. Thank you for that. All right. Moving. It's funny. <laughs> Isn't it a little bit am – I, am I off my uh, my rocker, Eddie, that uh, the, the outrage over this and no outrage when uh, last week Cam Newton said that Colin Kaepernick paid the ultimate sacrifice – no one paid any attention to that. If you're going to get upset over this, don't you get upset over that also? Or no? Uh, no. You, you don't get you upset know, over no. that. You know, I mean, no, you understand So it's okay why. for like the, the dead soldier thing. It's okay to compare Colin Kaepernick to dead soldiers. But that's okay. But this is too far. That's crossing the line, this. You understand why. This is the agenda. uh, Dead soldiers don't buy tickets, but women do. Is that why? No, because there's a narrative of a certain group of people, and they don't care about that. They only care about one side of it. I know. I know. I got you. All right. It's uh, the Ben Mallow Show again. We'll take your phone calls. You can get at us. I I believe I gave out the number. I did give out the number, yes? I don't even remember. But get at us on Twitter, at Ben Mallow. You can get on the show. Uh, We'll read your tweet, possibly, on the show. You can do that. Cut the cake. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show is 79% more enjoyable when you join us on Twitter. It is the backdoor way to be heard on the radio. You can message the Maller Posse by following Ben on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can follow and tweet at our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Danny. His last name, mystery to most, but you can follow him at Danny G Radio. Electric yeah. blanket, turn it all the way up and heat her out. Heat her out. Uh, heat, <laughs> H-E-A-T. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Cut the cake. We'll get to that coming up in a couple minutes. Cam Newton getting just bludgeoned over, over his comments. The uh, liberal sports media is having a field day. With Cam Newton. They are unloading, unloading on Cam Newton. My, this is not even my favorite Cam Newton story. You know, my favorite Cam Newton story goes back several years when Carolina was terrible. And they could not seem to figure out how to turn things around. So somebody asked Cam Newton about that. And Cam Newton said one of the single greatest things I've ever heard said by an NFL player when asked what he thought could change things around for the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton said that he thought they should add a suggestion box to the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, listen, I'm not making that up. You can Google it or whatever. That was Cam's idea. He, he thought that it would improve things. For the Panthers, the uh, the goal line passing, they needed to they needed to add a suggestion box. <laughs> ben, do you remember about a year ago, one of our coworkers put a suggestion box in the edit bay? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And somebody opened it up, and there were a couple in there. And the first one that they unfolded and read, it said, "Get rid of the suggestion box." <laughs> <laughs> well, I've told this story before. I worked at a, a radio station years ago. And they had a suggestion box. And the guy's like, listen, we're a new station. It was a, a startup sports station. Uh, we're not perfect. Put anything you want in there. It doesn't matter. Uh, any kind of feedback is good feedback. And so sure enough, there were a bunch of suggestions. And one, one person 
one person apparently said something the program director didn't like. He then brought everyone in the station into his office one-on-one to try to find out who put the note in the box that said the thing the program director didn't like. And then eventually they found the guy and fired him. He was fired. He's one of the producers. Wow. They, got rid- they got rid of the guy. It was great. Uh, so I stay away from suggestion boxes, Eddie. Oh, my God. I, that is, I stay that is away. terrible, but not surprising. No, no, it's not. Uh, let's go to Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. He's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Mr. Wonderful. What's happening, Ben? Once again, and right on the dot, Mallard monologue on Cam Newton. I mean, the same people that are that are pro-kneeling to the anthem are, are, are just destroying him on every level, on, on Twitter, everywhere. It, it's such a non-issue. I mean, everybody knows Cam Newton's a moron. I mean, this shouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah, he's he's not uh, the brightest ball, but we know he's listen, he's an NFL player. He's made a lot of money. He's never going to have to worry about any of that. He's uh, going to be better than us. But who can, people are, I, I I made my point in the monologue. I don't need to repeat it again, but it's just silly. Silliness the reaction to this. And it's still going on. There's still there's still people every second if somebody's uh, sending something out there, Cam Newton's in hot water, you know, sexist comment. People are calling for the NFL and the, and the Panthers to find Cam Newton for these comments. It's just, come on. All right. Is that, is that it, Mr. Wonderful? That's all? Oh, you were on hold a long time for that, I feel like. Well, I'm glad you just said nice things about me. I mean, thanks. There he goes. Okay, let's go to Chris, who's in Houston, on Fox Sports Radio. It is the Ben Maller Show. We'll get to cut the cake. What's going on, Chris? First of all, they need to calm their britches about Cam Newton. He, he, he should have just said it was great to hear a woman talk about it. But using the the word, what was it, funny? Yeah. I seen the video, you know, it was, I mean, it wasn't, he wasn't trying. It looked like he was basically like busting a, busting one, you know, he was loving it a well, little bit. He, well, you know what it is? It's kind of like when you see a comedian tell a joke and then no one in the room laughs. And they, like, so then, like the comedians on stage, like, oh crap, I gotta, I gotta go on. The show must go on. That's like Cam, Cam expected that because you, know, you know how it goes, Chris. Most of these interviews, athletes say stuff that's not funny all the time, and it's a chuckle fest with the reporters. They laugh at this stuff. Whatever they say, they laugh at. You know, they should have panned over and looked at the PR guy and see what his face looked like. Because <laughs> I know he was over there like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, gotta, I know I, he was like, oh. I, I got to work more now. Like, oh, no, I got to work more because of this. This sucks. Now, I'm telling you. But let me get, let me get a, a call out on this uh, blind bat out there in Boston talking mess about the Astros. Now, do we know that our third, fourth, and fifth pitchers kicked their butts in Boston just like a couple days ago? Yeah. Well, he doesn't know that. He's blind. He's blind Scott. He, he, he's not seeing any of those numbers. Well, he must have it. And I'll tell you another thing. You guys, man, y'all sleeping on Correa, man. He's the hottest batter, man. Y'all got to start picking him, man. Ah, look, you're upset. Well, if he has a big game, we'll pick him the next time well, we do uh, pick him the Astros play. All right. And you, and then Chief says, you better be ready for uh, Deshaun, baby Jesus, watching on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> That's not puffery at all. I like that, baby Jesus. <laughs> baby Jesus, man. My na- I swear to God, my neighbor Thank you, Jesus! that name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's he's the Messiah. Yes, he's the he's the savior of the Texas. All, all right, Chris. I like that. Thank you, man. All right, be good. There he goes, uh, Chris in Houston. 
that's not exaggeration at all. I think it's completely reasonable. In fact, in, in, when the Bible guy calls up on Sunday into Monday, what Bible verse does it say? <laughs> does it say that in, in the uh, the John three sixteen guy that calls every Sunday into Monday? He's no longer the John three sixteen guy because now he's changed it up. Cut the cake. We'll get to that. Also, Maller. Uh, we'll have Ask Ben, which is just ask me. You don't have to ask these other guys. We'll get to all, wow. you, you know, you can ask them too. Uh, we'll get to that coming up here momentarily on Fox Sports Radio's Ben Maller Show. But right now, that guy right over there, Eddie Garcia, going to give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, postseason baseball continuing last night with the National League wildcard matchup in Arizona. Diamondbacks taking on the Rockies. It was a wild one. Arizona jumped out to a 6-0 lead. Only to see Colorado cut it to 6-5 in the seventh inning. Arizona then scored twice in the seventh. Colorado came back with two runs in the eighth to take to make it 8-7. Then Arizona scored three runs in their half of the eighth inning. Again, 11-8. Diamondbacks beat the Rockies. A.J. Pollock had a big two-run triple late in that game. Paul Goldschmidt, a big three-run homer early. And even relief pitcher Archie Bradley chipped in with a two-run triple in the seventh inning. So the Diamondbacks move on. They will face the Dodgers in the National League Division Series. Game one of the best of five will be Friday in Los Angeles. Opening night in the NHL where the Blues beat the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Penguins in Pittsburgh 5-4 in overtime. Alex Petrangelo with two goals including the overtime game winner for St. Louis. The Oilers shut out the Flames 3-0. Edmonton star and reigning league MVP Connor McDavid had all three goals with a hat-trick for Edmonton. Flyers beat the Sharks 5-3. Wayne Simmons had a hat-trick for Philadelphia. And the Maple Leafs embarrassed the Jets 7-2. Patrick Marlowe in his Leafs debut had a pair of goals. This report is brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, I know you're not a big NASCAR guy, neither am I, but there were some interesting comments from Denny Hamlin, who is a NASCAR driver. And he said that the drivers are not paid enough as compared to other sports, given their schedule and the weekly dangers that they incur. He says that they should be making NBA and NFL money. Yes. And I would also like to say sports radio people should also be making NBA and NFL money. Especially the ones that work the graveyard shift. Exactly. Because we are literally taking days off our lives to entertain you with sports nonsense. We will check out of this mortal coil earlier because of working the third shift. We're the ones in the trenches. We're doing the dirty work. Anybody can do like a midday show. Okay, those are easy. I did a midday show years ago. Sleep in. Yeah. Go get something to eat. Like a nine to noon or a noon to three type show. Easiest gig in the world. Easiest lazy. Yes. You try doing the overnight. That's where. That's where the that separates the uh, the real people. The testosterone. You gotta have a lot of testosterone to do this. Unless you don't. Uh, We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes should save you. Could save you fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Just visit. Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, to the phones we go. We got a golden ticket, Rusty in Nashville. We're going to have Ask Ben coming up in a couple minutes. Hello, uh, Rusty. Because I've got a golden ticket. Ben, this is the machine, Rusty. You got to say that on air. You got to say the machine, Rusty. Come on now. All right. uh, Coop, does it say machine, Rusty, on there, Coop? No, because I thought that was a kind of lame nickname, so I just left it at Rusty. I I thought we had this going on. Here we go. Anyway. Now you've upset Rusty. Ben. Yes, Rusty. I'm here. You're you're overwhelming me with this call. It's so good. I'm so glad you have a golden ticket to take this call. Well, I I do have a golden ticket. I know you're a Dodgers fan. Not at all. I am am neutral. 
I just want to tell you that your Dodgers are not going to win the World Series. It's going to be the Cleveland Indians. That's incorrect. But uh, what else would you like no, to say that's incorrect? Incorrect. And I don't have no momentum because I know you don't believe in that. There is no such thing as momentum. That is right. Exactly. And the Indians but, are not going to win the World Series, but that's okay. You can believe that. Just don't be too disappointed when they when they lose. Okay. No, they're gonna they're gonna win then. Okay. And furthermore, what I want to say is I want to be caller of the year next year, okay? So I'm so, telling my, I am proclaiming right now that I'm going to be color of the year next year. Right. You, okay? you are a, uh, Peyton Manning has a better chance of being the next head football coach of the University of Tennessee than you do of being the caller of the year. And he's 10,000 to 1. Are you serious being just because yeah. I don't agree with the Dodgers? You're no, it has nothing to do with that. It has the fact that your phone sucks <laughs> and you're, you're, you started this phone call with a nickname that's a dumb nickname. And, Sounds yeah. like one of those cordless phones from the early 90s where you had to pull the antenna up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Am I? Are we allowed to blow up a golden ticket? Yeah. yeah absolutely. All right, one more real quick, then we get to ask Ben, is this Mark the Full Name guy? Is he back out of prison? Let's find Who? out right now. This might be Mark the Full Name guy. I think he's on a furlough right now. He's been let out. Uh, hello, Mark. Hello, Ben Mallard. You know, I just came up north to visit my friend, uh, Scotty the Rat Man, and to thank his rats for sending me out back out in the wild world. Uh, I'm about 60 pounds lighter. People tell me, wow, you actually got muscles and stuff underneath all that fat. Look at you, Mark, the full name guy, yeah. Samuel Langhorn Clemens. Well, you are the prime, you're the prime minister of the underworld. We know that. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, uh, uh, we've been cheering each other up here. He, he got me some more performance enhancing drugs, you know. That's and, yeah, I've been hauling around a, a suitcase, a backpack, and a guitar. You know, a lady heard me playing a guitar at the guitar center the other day, and she told me she had such a good day in the uh, real estate market or a good week. She bought me a guitar, man. She heard me playing once she bought it for me. Yeah. How do you like that? Have I ever told you that taking your phone calls is, for me, it's like waterboarding? Uh, have I ever said that to you? Have I <laughs> well, are you comparing me to Mark Spitz? That's a fair comparison. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's a, it's a torture. It's a torture situation. It's like death, death by a million paper cuts. <laughs> oh, you're being waterboarded. Come on now. I'm not. Thank you, Mark. Go back into hiding now. There you go. Good to know he's still alive. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's now time for... Time for... Well, hurry, hurry. I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. And away we go. It is Ask Ben for your listening pleasure. Sometimes dangerous. It could be hazardous to your health. It's always risky. And the answers are unknown because the questions are uncertain. It's the beauty of it. It's... Ad-libbed at its best. It is always, well, it's always two segments. We'll see how long we go today. Let's do it. It's Ask Ben and the master of ceremonies trying to buck the odds, the Coop Galoop. Now, Ben, we're going to start off, as always, as 
with back-to-back questions for you. Oh, okay. But my question good. for yeah. you is, yes. do you want to start off with uh, just uh, you know, a regular nice question or, or a, a dark well, question? It's not my decision. It's not my decision. So uh, whatever you want, George. All you right. We'll, uh, we'll start off with the nice one. Okay. Ben, this is for you. This is from Jason on Facebook. Hello, Jason. What do you love most about doing radio? Uh, what do I? Well, I, I don't have to be a grown-up to do radio. I like that. I, when I was a kid, once my dream of playing professional sports died out, I wanted to be the guy on the radio. I thought, now originally I was going to be a play-by-play guy, but it's a wonderful job. There's, like any job, there are things that could be better. There are things that could be improved on, but it's, uh, it's fun. I mean, how, how, how bad could it be that my job is to pay attention to sports stories? Like the greatest job. Guys do that anyway. Guys work 80 hours a week, and they still try to keep track of all the sports stories. My gig is just to pay attention to sports stories and then have opinions. It's wonderful. So I guess the, the thing that I like most about it is it, it's, you know, I've been doing it a long time, and it's fun. It's good. All right, next. That's, uh, that was a softball. All right, here we go. Yeah. This is from Robert on Facebook. Okay. Ben, many famous people have passed away this week. Yeah. I have Tommy Lasorda going next on the 22nd of October. Who's next on your death pool? <laughs> Wait, who wrote that in? <laughs> Said Robert on Facebook. <laughs> and Coop, of course, no editing at all, says, uh, I'll just go with that. Uh, why not? Well, what was I supposed to edit? I don't know. Uh, How dare well, you, Robert? That's blasphemy. Well, listen, I, I hope Tommy Lasorda lives forever. Uh, I knew Tommy years ago. Uh, who do I have on my death pool? Yep. <laughs> I don't... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's in the coop. He's like excited coop. Who do you? I don't have. I don't have any. What do you want me to say? An old guy? Who's an old guy in sports? They're all dead. The old guys are already gone. One Facebook post that did catch my eye after Tom Petty passed away. Unfortunately, it was a post somebody wrote, and it said Tom Petty passed away. Dot dot dot. And freaking Betty White is still alive. That lady. She's how old is she now? It's in her nineties, right? Something like that. Yeah, early nineties. And. Didn't she play? She's uh, ninety-five. Dang! And you, she don't get any, a, you don't get She played an old person though. when she was what in her fifties and sixties. But you don't get 50s? any points with Betty. She was White. a golden girl twenty years ago. You That's crazy. You don't get any points with that. That's right? Sure you do. No, because she's not. You get five points. You don't know how death pool works. You only get five <laughs> points. But she's been one of those actors who's old. Like we only know her as an old person. Even when we were little kids, she Eddie, was old. You got anyone in your death pool, Eddie? No, I don't play that stupid game. You don't? No. But uh, if I did, I would have Tommy Lasorda. You would? Oh, wow, no. What about Bobby Knight? Would you have him in there? No? Oh, no. Lasorda's got one foot in. He's hanging on pretty good, though. He's hanging on there. He's going for it. Coop, who's at the top of your list, Coop? I don't know. I mean, are we talking sports-wise? Well, you asked just, the question. Well, I didn't ask the question. Robert you, from Facebook well, asked the I don't question. Know who Robert is? You're the one that read the question, so you asked the question. Uh, you it, got somebody, Coop. You have an agenda. Go ahead. No, who do you I, have I, at the top? I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. I'd have to put more thought into it. I'm I'm serious about these kind oh, of things. You put me on the spot here, and I just you know, threw a random name. No, out. the question was geared towards you. It wasn't wasn't for the crew. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next, it's Ask Ben your terrible questions and our <laughs> terrible answers. Yeah. All right. This is for everybody. This is from John on Facebook. What does everyone listen to on the way into work? Uh, well, I usually am on the phone. Uh, I, I take Talking care to your of, bookie? No. Well, sometimes. Uh, yeah, I call my dad. That's when I call my dad on the road, and I'm usually making a couple of other phone calls. 
So I, I don't listen to much. So uh, I'm on the phone. I guess that's the answer. Generally, I'm on the phone. Uh, what about you, Eddie? Uh, I'm an XM radio guy on the way in. Yeah. I've got the rotation of, let's see, i got the 80s channel. Uh, I've got like the uh, hairband channel. Uh, the 90s channel and, like, the Ozzy Osbourne channel are my... Yeah. I just flip back and forth between the four until there's something I like, and then I'll stay there for a while. Okay. Uh, Danny G, on the way in. You have a short drive, Danny G. Yeah, the it's not... drive it's, of all of us. It's not too long. It's like a 15-minute, 20-minute drive. Yeah. So, uh, my rotation, sports first on AM570. Ah, see, that's oh, a company, company man, man right that's there. Corporate yeah. right well, there. That's corporate right there. Corporate Danny G. Well, I got to make sure we're still on the air. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, if the Clippers are playing, I'll listen to that. In the I'm being right? honest. That's Dodgers, the first man. thing. Yeah, it's usually Dodger post game, so the, of course I'm listening to that. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and then uh, 95.5 KLOS, and when they go to commercials, I go to the real 92.3. So I go from sports yeah. to rock so, to hip hop. So you have your LA for those of you outside of LA. Those are a couple of big uh, music stations. What about you, Coop the Loop? I listen to music off my iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I listen. I have, I have some music on my phone that I listen to sometimes, but I'm usually on the phone on the way in. On the way home, there's no one awake, so I can't call. There's no one I can call on the way home. I guess I could call the East Coast. Like there's some people starting to wake up. A I used to, bit. I used to do that on, on, yeah. the, on the drive home. Call some East Coast friends. Yeah, but... I hate talking on the phone. <laughs> I, I don't mind when I I'm second driving. that, Eddie. Oh, I you just... know what I hate? I hate talking on the phone when there's people like around. Like I have at home. If I if I get a phone call. I like have to go in the other. I have to be in the room by myself. I don't like other people in the room while I'm talking on the phone. It drives me nuts. Can't stand it. My wife will call me up on her drive home, and she lives three blocks away. <laughs> oh, that's annoying. And she starts yeah. telling me about her day. I'm like, can't you wait till you get home to tell me about this so we can like have a conversation? Well, my move is always I don't. I want to save the material. I don't want yes. to because I have nothing to talk that's about. That's, that's exactly yeah. what I say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let's pause for the cause. It is. The Ben Maller Show. It's Ask Ben. More of your questions, our answers, and we'll get to that. We'll do it next. There's a world of excitement going on around our show Reddit page. Search for our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and get the latest authentic listener-generated content about the Maller Militia. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And right back to it, it is Ask Ben, your questions and our answers and we'll do a belly whopper back in the deep end and over to the Coop the Loop. Real quickly, I want to give props to everybody on Facebook. I, I challenge them to be more creative this week, and, and there's a lot of lot of great yeah. questions. What about the peeps over on Twitter? You forget about them? Uh, there's, they're kind of they're kind of slacking right now, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's you know, a, you like know, a couple of like Fernando wants us to do a remote in Vegas. I would I would do a remote every week in Vegas. Yeah, I I let's move the show to Vegas. <laughs> I'm all for that, Fernando. Uh, okay, so this is a question for everyone from Alex on Facebook. What would you need to be paid to get a Prince Albert piercing? Uh, well, well, we need to. Uh, I'm married, so I uh, have to get that approved. Uh, that's the uh, the PP piercing, yes? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Just want to make sure. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, I think that's a no fly zone. I'm going to go. Uh, no amount? Oh, there's got to be an amount. Everyone has their price. Yeah. All right. $100 billion. Oh, done. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Eddie? So, oh, hold on. If somebody offered you a million dollars, Ben, you wouldn't do it? I wouldn't do it for a million. Wow. wow. All right. You give me like, because a million after taxes is like, what, 450000 or something like okay, that? Okay. So how about $5 million then? I need more. I need a house. I need a car. <laughs> I need to never have to work again. <laughs> I need that. 
Eddie? Now, I, I could just, like, is there a length of time I would have to have it? Do I have to have it for the rest of my life, well, or can I just, you know? It's tough to, uh, the damage is done I mean, he, there, doesn't, he doesn't specify that, so I think you just have to, to get it. To Do it, it, and then the next day, then, you know, you can get rid of it, yeah. kind of. Uh, well, it would get infected, though. Yeah, you have to keep it in there for. I mean, I'm like, sure I get some Neosporin or something, Danny. Uh, yeah, I'll do it for a million dollars. All right, uh, Danny I'm, G. I'm gonna say, Ben, in our neighborhood here, a, a decent house is probably like oh. what, two point three million. Oh, something like that, sure, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, in the Sherman Oaks, California but, hills but here. But you got to upkeep, right? Right. And you got bills every. You know, the bigger the house, the more it costs to maintain it. So that's what I'm gonna say. Two point three million. Going low. Wow, that's You're shooting low. Uh, that's crazy. I mean, I I'd do it for for five hundred thousand. <laughs> would you get a tattoo for the show, Coop? If we wanted, like, if if the listeners did a GoFundMe, would you do a tattoo? No, because they wouldn't be able to raise enough money. What's your price on a tattoo? It depends on what the tattoo is and where what, it is. What about on your forehead? Yeah. Oh, that's, there's no price. No, come on. Really? So there's. Oh, look at Eddie. Whoa. <laughs> How about on, on my your, forehead? On, no, there's no. I, I'd, I'd, get, neck, I'd get the neck. Prince Albert before I get a Absolutely. tattoo on my forehead. Yeah. How about on your neck, Coop? No. What no a, price. What about like a, like a wrist tattoo on your wrist or something? Like that? Yeah, I mean, there'd be a price for that. There'd be a price for that. Okay. Back of your hand? How about that? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right, so there's a negotiation. See, we're we're working down uh, the price. Complain to the boss. Complain to the boss. We'll get to that. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I'd like to alert all our affiliates down the line. Coming up in a couple minutes, it'll be Benny versus the Penny. We'll preview the game Thursday night, the Patriots and the Bucks. So we'll get to that coming up here in a couple minutes. But and this kind of ties in. Everything's it's like a puzzle and everything ties together. Complain to the boss. Now we do have that matchup, which is intriguing. This is not a Cleveland Browns Jacksonville matchup. This is something that has meat on the bone. A Tampa Bay playing host to New England couple of reeling defensive teams. We'll get to Benny versus the Penny and break down the game in a moment. But there's an old complaint that has reared its ugly head in the lead-up to that particular game tonight in Florida. And it involves the quick turnaround and a short week. Now, this comes from former Denver Bronco and current Tampa Bay Buccaneers safety T.J. Ward who was triggered when asked about these Thursday games, and he said he didn't didn't couch this. He said he hates them, right? Quote, I despise Thursday night games. That's from the longtime NFL safety. Uh, Went on and said the the NFL being they, he says they talk about how they want to keep us healthy, and they put all these rules to protect the quarterback and protect the receiver. But overall, this is probably the worst thing for a 53-player roster that you can have, Ward declared. The Buck safety continued. He says, in terms of keeping everyone on the field, this is the worst thing you can do. Playing back-to-back on a Thursday night after a Sunday game. Okay, so let's talk about this. Now, the question. 
We've had this debate before. This is not the first. It's not going to be the last time an NFL player rants about this. Does T.J. Ward have a legitimate gripe? I'm going to go no. I'm going to go no. I mentioned earlier, last hour, we did Ask Ben, and we talked about the radio business, and I love radio. There are things that could certainly be better in the radio business. And if you're an NFL player, I would say the same thing here. My thoughts are piggy bank, labor issue, and boondoggle. Boondoggle. Now, we'll begin with the fact that with anything – in life, anything that you do, you can, you, you're a little kid, you're like, I want to be a police officer, or I want to be a doctor, or I want to be a lawyer, or I want to be whatever you want to be when you're a kid. But then you grow up and you go through life and you become what you wanted to be when, when you, you were a kid. Like, I wanted to be on the radio, and I'm on the radio. And as an adult, through the eyes of an adult, you look at things differently. And you see things that you didn't notice when you were nine or ten years old, you're like, wait a minute, if I'd known about that, I might not have done that. But you follow the money, right? You follow the money. That's why we have Thursday night football, and that's why it's not going anywhere. It is filling the piggy bank of the owners. And the trickle-down economics, it's filling the piggy bank of the players as well. Now, T.J. Ward knows this. I want to make sure I point out that in this rant, this manifesto verbal, verbally delivered by T.J. Ward, he said as much. He said that the, it's extra money for the league. You can't gloss over that because that saying that it's just a little bit of extra money, that is an understatement. It's a major understatement. This is a Powerball lottery ticket for the business of football. How big is the Thursday night package? The latest TV contract that was signed, CBS and NBC, are combined paying in the neighborhood of $900 million for Thursday night football. It works out to $45 million per game. So every time there's a Thursday night game, even the ratings are down this year, they were down last year, $45 million comes in to the coffers of the NFL. So if you know that's the amount of money, and T.J. Ward does, he's a smart guy, he knows this, it is a total boondoggle for T.J. Ward and other players to complain. Now, it might make them feel better, and that's how they feel, and that's great, but it ain't going to change. It's a waste of time. Furthermore, a lot of this is, hey, I want my cake and I want to eat it too. I understand the the physical part of it, the physicality and the demanding part of it, but there's two ways to approach it, right? You can either have the pouty face and say, God, this sucks. I hate everyone. This is terrible. Or – you can try to make the most of it and say, hey, if I we win this game, whoever wins tonight, they got the Patriots and the Bucks. Say the Patriots win that game. They then have 10 days before they have to play their next game. So it's like a, a half a bye week that the Patriots get in addition to this particular game. So you suck it up for that game. If you look at the glass as half full rather than half empty, that's a good thing. And my advice to players like T.J. Ward, who seems to be pretty upset, he's been around for a while, is to take it to the union. This is a labor issue. Protest Thursday night games, the injustice of Thursday night football games. Negotiate a better contract, limit the games to just Sunday and Monday. That's not going to happen, but you can try. You can try maybe when this work stoppage takes place in a couple of years. Maybe at that point, it was, oh, a doomsday scenario. 
football Armageddon and all that. Well, if that happens, then add that to the negotiation. Now, the last observation, the only foreseeable path for the NFL to drop Thursday night games is if the money dries up. TV money, if that goes away, this, this pushback, if there's a recalculation of the TV contracts in the NFL because the ratings are down here, if that, if that gets big enough where the TV partners are like, hey, it's, you're still getting a lot of people watching, but we got to cut back the amount of money. It's not as many people as it was a couple years ago. Uh, if that's the case, then, then we could see the NFL piggybacking on that, taking a noble position, right, a noble position and saying, ah, you know, I, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay. We're going to worry about the players now. No Thursday night game. Of course, even if the money came down a little bit, let's say the the TV partner said instead of forty five million a game, we'll pay you twenty five million a game. Does the NFL say no to twenty five million dollars a game on a Thursday night? Uh, how about uh, no chance, no chance. So as long as the money is there, long as the money is there, even those that say oversaturation uh, saturation of football, there's too many games and all that stuff, doesn't matter. Right? They'll justify it one way or another. All right, so the Ben Mather Show on Fox. Right now, our old friend, the Penny, making a rare appearance two days a week. We'll do the Thursday game right now. Here we go. Let's do it. Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Mather mayhem? It's time now. The Penny versus the Penny. That it is, Benny versus the Penny, a staple of the Ben Maller Show for every game in the NFL. Listen, tomorrow in hour number two, we'll break down all the games and all the numbers and all that good stuff that you need to know. But we'll do just one game right now. It is the Thursday night extravaganza. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home, now the Patriots opened up a four-point road favorite. And the reaction of many people was, oh, my God, why would they be favored by four on the road? Tampa's not a bad team. Tampa's 2-1. and one. The Patriots are 2-2. Two and two. This is an even matchup. What's wrong with you? Well, the gambling community, remember, the bookmaker sets the line. The public then moves the line to its current location. And the game opened up Patriots a four-point favorite. That has moved up to five. So the Patriots are now a five-point road favorite. 78% of the cash has come down in favor in favor of the Patriots. How about the total on this game? The total opened at 54. It's currently at 54.5, and 59% of the money on that is on the over. All right, so let's break it down here. Now, who am I going to pick? I am going to take... The Bucks. I like Tampa. Now, there's a there's a caveat to this. A, there is no defense. No defense. Really. Now, if you've been paying attention, you know this, but neither one of these teams can do anything. It should be an a, a, a offensive cornucopia. Touchdowns everywhere. That's what this game should be like based on past results. Tampa Bay, for example, gives up 28.7 completions per game. That is the most in the NFL of any team. Patriots are bad. Patriots are, have allowed 32 points per game. That is the most they've ever allowed to start a season in franchise history. And so Tom Brady, you can, you can break down his numbers here, and he's, he's been great. He's sliced up everybody. Tampa Bay gives up a lot of completions. You figure they'll be able to score. The Buccaneers have allowed 
a bunch of third-down conversions. In fact, seven a game, most in the NFL. So even if the Patriots get to third down and long, that should not be a problem. But then on the flip side, you look at the Patriots' defense, and you're like, hey, they should be able to have uh, put up little resistance, shall I say, for Jameis Winston. And you got to remember, Tampa, the last couple of games against the washed-up Elijah Manning and backup quarterback Case Keenum of your Vikings were able to matriculate the ball down the field regularly, which tells me that Tom Brady's going to be licking his chops for this game tonight, another stat-stuffer game. New England's got gaping holes in their secondary. Some of their key pickups in the offseason have already been benched. That's a bad sign. And they're playing, though, they're playing a hot, cold quarterback here. Uh, Jameis Winston, he's been really, really good and really, really bad. There seems to be no middle ground for Winston. He's been inconsistent. Bill Belichick has a short week to stop the bleeding. Now, if you're a positive person, you'll say that over 60% of Jameis Winston's completions have gone for 10 or more yards. That's the highest in the NFL, right? Now, if you're a negative person, you'll point at all the turnovers, and you'll say, my goodness, terrible. And even if Winston passes for 300 yards, and so far everyone's passed for 300 yards, every quarterback that's gone against the Patriots has left the field with 300 yards passing, Winston's going to get his numbers. But I expect a couple of turnovers by famous Jameis. This game's going to be a track meet, a lot of points, it's very tough to bet a, a total over, which is that high at 54.5 or 55, but it's hard to bet the under either. So if you had to bet a side, you'd bet the over on this. But we picked the games. The Patriots are actually going to win this game, but they're not going to cover. Patriots 35, Bucks 32. The penny agrees, Ben. The penny is picking the Patriots to win but not cover. Yes? No, Penny's picking the Bucks to win outright. Oh, to win the game outright. Okay. How did you read that in the Penny? How did you? He told me. He told you? Okay. Good. You took counsel with the Penny, and the Penny had some advice. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. Ben, upon further review, I just want to say I yeah. did go online and research the Prince Albert piercing. Your eyes were opened, Eddie. Yeah, I wasn't exactly sure what it was, and, and now that I am, uh, I've changed my answer. I am, I am going with you, Ben. Uh, there's no amount of money for that. Well, I said $100 billion, I think, was my price. At $100 billion, Eddie, you would do it, right? For $100 billion, you would do it? Come on. You'd consider it for $100 billion. I guess I'd have to. That's, that's a family wealth that you could do a lot with $100 billion. Yeah. Not $3 billion like LeVar. We're going $100 billion. That's what we're going for. What did you think it was, Eddie? I'm curious what you thought that procedure involved. Let's see. Can we? How can I describe this on the radio? Uh, I didn't realize. Well, you had the twig and berries. And yeah, you thought I thought it was, it, was, it, was, it was kind of in the fleshy kind part of, of skin twig, part. Of the twig? Not yeah. in the uh, actual pee hole part. The, uh, the main, uh, main yeah, part. Yeah, the, I didn't the know money there maker. was a thing yeah. going in there. and then. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the funny thing is when you type that into the search engine, the photos yeah. that come up are you know things you don't normally want to see. At least I yeah, don't want to. Yeah, Maybe yeah. some people do want to see them. I'm uh, I'm good. You know. 
And I also was curious, I did research, why is it called a Prince Albert? I assume maybe Prince Albert invented that, but apparently not, according to the internet. I, I still don't know why it's called that. Danny G, you're the expert on this, Danny. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, why am I the expert on this? Well, Coop told me you had this done when you were in college. No, is that right? No, no you're nine I would okay. never right. have a piercing in that uh, area? In, the, in the, no. what do you call it, the nether regions? No. Okay. Um, but what I would say is I did see a picture, too, and I would like to add a studio and a guest house to the mansion. <laughs> <laughs> and a live-in maid? Yes. You would like that? Please. A couple of automobiles? And a full-time chef. Yeah. And a vacation home in the south of France or uh, Italy? Yes. All right. Uh, and yet people pay, pay to have this done. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I guess, is it? pleasurable for the other person it must be uh someone must be benefiting from that or no one would have it done right i would think that that would be a painful procedure so there must be some net positive for someone someone's enjoying it. <laughs> according to legend uh prince albert who was the husband of queen victoria of england requested to have the piercing done prior to his marriage to the queen around 1825 what a dope the the queen requested this no no he requested yeah. it uh, he was on bath salts. There was a there was a craze for ultra tight men's trousers at the time. <laughs> well, and uh, yeah, who could forget that uh, tight trouser craze? Still still going on today. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this, because his pants were so tight, the penis needed to be held to one side or the other as to not create an unsightly bulge. So to accomplish this, some men had their penis pierced to allow it to be held by a hook on the inside of the trousers. That's convenient. Uh, yeah. Imagine that gets stuck, though, and then, you know. <laughs> that would be, be tough. What <laughs> if someone, well, we'll press on. Uh, it's the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, a downward slope. We'll get to that. And our old buddy, the CFL guys, checking in there. We'll get to all that. We'll do it next. A night without the Ben Maller Show is like a daytime listening to one of those cookie-cutter radio programs. We are different. Join our community on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll get to the downward slope in a moment. We'll get to that. But the pass the cake story, uh, this is this is quite the tale here, Eddie. It involves pass the cake. Yeah, Jerry okay. Jerry Rice. Have you seen this? This story's no. going around. Uh, Jerry Rice apparently has an addiction. He is a serial wedding crasher. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, there was a, a write up on Jerry Rice, the Hall of Famer, who claims this is some hyperbole. He says that he crashes weddings at least once a week. That he's got this this thing where you know random golf clubs or venues, you know, wherever they have weddings, and he uh, he is a wedding crasher. He's been doing it for years. It's crap. He says he crashes an average of one wedding every week. Now this is being painted by some people. This is a very a f- a fun thing, a great thing, right? You know, wonderful thing. But here's the deal, though: normal people can't do this, right? Like Jer- Jerry Rice is crashing. If Jerry Rice shows up to your wedding, and there's all you know, guys like football, there's guys there that like football. Like Jerry Rice is at a wedding, they love him, they hug him, they're like they don't arrest him for stealing the food, uh, they don't kick him out for trespassing. He's Jerry effing Rice, right? He has his ass kissed by people when he goes to these weddings. If I go to a wedding 
What the, who the hell are you? You're not related to anyone in the party, in the wedding party. Get out of here. Right? Erroneous. Erroneous. Erroneous on both counts. You ever crashed a wedding, Eddie? Uh, no, I have not. You have not? No. Do you think you could pull it off? Oh, absolutely. You think you could, really? Yeah. If you dress nice and it's a large wedding, people are not going to, you know, oh, I'm with the groom, oh, I'm with the bride. You know, you just I stand out, Eddie. You I do. wouldn't be you able do. to do it. It would be more difficult for you, yes. Yeah. Who's the big guy over there? Who's the tall dude? Right. I, yeah. Screw it. Danny G, you ever crashed a wedding? No, but I did crash somebody's family barbecue at a park one time. And how much food did you eat? Uh, one plate. One plate. Did they realize what was going on? They were cool with it, or they didn't? Nah, I mean, the, the the table I was at, the bench I was at, the dudes were cool. Like, they just thought I was extended family that, you know, they were meeting. Uh, we tailgate at every Charger home game, and there are easily a couple dozen guys who just wander around from tailgate to tailgate and just, and just yeah. grab food and beer. And <laughs> Oh, yeah, and, I mean, most of these people are half in the tank anyway. So, you know, they're either – not paying attention, or they're very generous because they're feeling feeling good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can go to, if you go to a tailgate, you know, especially like college football, something like that, where it's an all day thing. Oh, you could get plenty of food and drink. Yeah. But do you agree with my theory though that Jerry Rice? This is so Jerry Rice can feel great and feel the glory, right? If he crashes away. In fact, the quote from Jerry Rice, he says, "For some reason, it always turns out they're so excited." Rice said of his wedding crashing. Uh, he said they want to take pictures, and I'm just happy to take pictures with them. It always turns out to be bigger than that. No, really? You're Jerry. You're an NFL former NFL player, the greatest receiver of all time. How, mean, how bad would it be, though, if nobody recognized him? Well, then he'd stop doing it, right? Then he wouldn't do it anymore. You think Jordan's ever done this, like crashed a wedding? Ever, uh, I don't think so. Probably I don't think not. he's not very social, Michael Jordan. I don't think he, he's like you. He doesn't like people. Like Randy Johnson, did you see the baseball game last night? They they I heard he was there. Out, yeah. yeah, they trotted out Randy Johnson, one of the great schmucks of all time, who's an introvert. How much are the Diamondbacks paying him? Like I know, it, it, isn't he like a uh, semi-professional photographer now? Yes, isn't it? he's been at NFL games yeah. taking pictures and stuff. But he hates people, so they have to pay him. I know the the Red Sox trot out an old Red Sox legend at Fenway. They're on the payroll. Hey, the Dodgers do the same thing. Some of those guys they come back they. They shake hands and kiss babies and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, so this, there was some money that was exchanged. Let's go now to Ottawa, the CFL report. And who better than Jason in Ottawa, the latest from the Canadian Football League. They don't take a knee in the CFL. Oh, Canada, my home oh, and native land. <laughs> Now, man, you know what? I actually had a run-in with Yuri Hoodler at a strip club in Montreal. Guy is a complete dick. Same with Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> now, you're referring, you've been listening the entire show. This uh, yep. former NHL player in Europe on a flight asked, he, he pressed the call button on the flight. He asked the flight attendant for some cocaine. She said no. He then allegedly uh, said he would have her killed and urinated on in the plane, uh, not in the bathroom. So That's right. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he, this is what he's played for Calgary. He, 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 he could actually do a radio show at uh, one of our competitors. All right, all right. What do we got here? What do we got? <laughs> all right, so uh, it's Thanksgiving weekend this week in Canada, so some pivotal games with playoff implications. Um, as you made, as you mentioned last week, Johnny Manziel did not enter into the CFL for this year by Commissioner Randy Ambrosi. 
he remains, though, on the Hamilton negotiation list until November 30th, so they can sign up once the season ends after the Grey Cup. Now, I have a quick question. Are there fire extinguishers in the Geico Fox Sports radio studios? Yes, but you're not supposed to use them because they're very expensive to refill. Okay, because, Ben, you are on fire. Yeah! You had two for two last week, including besting me and the Winnipeg end of the game, 28-19. And your five-star guarantee came through big time as the Alouettes were having their problems on the road, losing to the juggernaut Stampeders, 59-11. Ottawa choked away while Ryan Lindley did. A 17-0 lead at home. They lose 18-17 to Saskatchewan. Big overtime win for Toronto, 43-35 in Hamilton. That was a come-from-behind victory in the fourth quarter, down 35-21. That's three straight wins, their first ever win at Tim Hortons Field. Our Mallor MOP was Calgary running back Terry Williams, 16 carries, 156 yards, three touchdowns. And looking ahead to Week 16, we got some good ones, Ben. Starting Friday night, Hamilton is in Winnipeg. There's 13-point dogs there. And Trent Richardson's the double double shot at the games of the week, Saturday back-to-back. Trent Richardson makes his debut for Saskatchewan. They are one-point dogs in Toronto. Who do you like there, Ben? Yeah, that's actually going to be my five-star CFL pick of the week. Trent Richardson is going to walk off that field a loser. A loser. <laughs> I'll lay the one point. Toronto wins this game by five or more points. They don't, I don't need that point, but they're going to win by that. They'll cover the spread. Go with the Argos of Toronto to be victorious. Listen to all that confidence just losing at it. The Dodgers must feel, must feel good with you on their side. The second game is Ottawa at BC. BC 4.5 point favorite. So, thankfully, quarterback Trevor Harris for Ottawa should be cleared to play. Hopefully, he'll get them a win there because there's a, they're, they're trying to hold off Hamilton. And thanks for the money, 2 p.m. Eastern. Edmonton, 7.5 point favorites at Montreal. That's six straight loss for Edmonton after winning the first uh, seven straight. Calgary's on a bye. Happy Thanksgiving. And I uh, hope everyone has a great weekend. Yeah, Thank you very much. There is the CFL report. Right. Jason in Ottawa. And Trent Richardson, I knew when he was drafted near the top at the NFL draft that he would be a great running back, and I look forward to watching him in Saskatchewan. Would you rather? Hey, here's a good question: Would you ra- would you rather live in Cleveland or Saskatchewan? Would you? Which one would you uh, rather? He has a better chance of winning in Saskatchewan. Yes, and then they're not that great either. But he, he's in a be- a much better situation playing for the Rough Riders. I would say. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox Sports Radio. And right now, and by the way, call if you want to be part of Fact or Fiction. We'll clear a bunch of lines out. If you want to be part of that, 877-99 on Fox for Fact or Fiction. But right now, Eddie Garcia is going to give you the latest, Eddie. Well, Ben, postseason baseball, the National League wildcard game saw the Diamondbacks beat the Rockies 11-8. to This one was a back-and-forth contest. Arizona Jumped out to a 6-0 lead, but the Rockies would battle back to make it 6-5 in the 7th. Arizona would add two runs in the 7th. The Colorado come back with two more in the 8th to make it 8-7. And then Arizona scored three times in that 8th inning to finally put the Rockies away. A.J. Pollock had a big two-run triple late. Paul Goldschmidt, a three-run homer early. And even relief pitcher Archie Bradley chipped in with a two-run triple in the seventh inning. Diamondbacks advance. They'll face the Dodgers in the National League Division Series. Game one, best of five series will be Friday in L.A. It was opening night in the NHL with the Blues knocking off the two-time defending champion Pittsburgh Penguins in Pittsburgh, 5-4 in overtime. Alex Petrangelo with two goals, including the overtime game winner. The Oilers beat the Flames 3-0. Reigning league MVP Connor McDavid put on a show, scoring all three goals for Edmonton in the hat trick. 
Wayne Simmons a hat trick for Philadelphia as the Flyers down the Sharks 5-3 and the Maple Leafs embarrass the Jets in Winnipeg 7-2. Patrick Marlowe, two goals in his debut for the Leafs. This report is brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, back to baseball. We want you to plan your day tomorrow around the baseball games. If you're on the West Coast, you've got an early game. As game one of the ALDS in Houston, Astros hosting the Red Sox. Chris Sale on the mound for Boston. Justin Verlander for Houston. Good pitching matchup. Yeah, 4.05 Eastern time on the MLB Network. Oh, really? The yes. Red Sox games on the MLB yes. Network? Yes, it is. That is a kick in the nuts. For some, a... it will be, yeah, because that's a good pitching matchup. That's yeah. an interesting matchup. And, uh, and I will yes. predict, Eddie, yes. should Justin Verlander get the best of Chris Sale, the, my friends in the Boston media will be roasting Dave Dombrowski for not trading for Justin Verlander. I definitely can that see is, that. That yes. is guaranteed that will be one of the narratives if the Astros get the best of the Red Sox because of Verlander. Also, uh, game one of the ALDS, Yankees at Cleveland. Sonny yeah. Gray going for New York. Trevor Bauer for Cleveland. That's a 7.30 Eastern time start, and that's on FS1. It matters. you got to watch, Eddie. It's on FS1. You must watch. It's required. I want to point out also, the from a gambling standpoint, I always love where the, where's the money. Where's the money? The favorites seem to get the money all the time. The the Astros, I think you're getting some value with Chris Sale. Although Sale appeared to uh, to, to fall apart the last couple starts of the regular season, he uh, I don't know if you want to say he ran out of gas or whatever. He just wasn't effective for the Red Sox the last couple starts of the year. And, and so that's a factor in this. But the Astros are getting 86% of the action. The cash is on the Astros. And in the other game, the Indians – this is shocking. I can't remember the last time. This got to be wrong here. The numbers we're getting, 95% of the cash is on Trevor Bauer and the Indians over the Yankees. That's crazy. You know what's also crazy? This. This is crazy. From the Geico, Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's crazy. Every time I say that, I go to bed, I think – how can I go to bed? Let me say I'm from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more <laughs> on your car insurance. You want to know when you have read a commercial the proper amount of times, when you no longer need to look at copy, when you have memorized that. I don't even know my phone number, but I know the copy for Geico. That's how important Geico is to me, and that's how important this is also. Please transmit immediately. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Is it fact or fiction? Let's face some raw facts. Lies, 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 yeah. On the Ben Maller Show. Alright, let's do it. Here we go. It is time yet again for Fact or Fiction, a staple of the Ben Maller Show. Part of the heritage of our radio program every single week. Every single week at this time. Some people pointing out, Daryl says that guy that called up the CFL guy. Uh, his phone always sucks, but I love the CFL segment. So, that's good. We've had a lot of bad phone connections. Is that us, or is it – maybe it's our equipment. Maybe we need to hit the reset button or something. Could everyone's phone be bad at the same time? Is well, that possible? It, it's been half and half the past couple of days. I don't think it's our equipment. Okay. We just run a bad luck with bad phones. This is the top equipment you can get for the year 2000. So. 
All right, let's do it right now. Here we go. Here we go. We have our celebrity panel of judges. We say hello to Leslie. Back this week after a week away, Leslie and Jack, the judge, the power couple. Hello, Leslie. Hello, Ben. I couldn't get through last week, so I think there is something wrong with your phone. There's a conspiracy. Yes. All right. I thought, yes. we, I thought I, we gave you the inside line, Leslie. I thought you it had. It didn't work. Really? No. Nope. Oh, oh, that is a problem then. It was a very, very disappointing day. I am uh, sorry <laughs> there. Did they change the inside line and not tell me? Yeah. Maybe. You maybe. Know, it's possible that both Doc Mike and Cowboy. Oh, and, uh, yeah. You're right. Was on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll hopefully that won't happen again. Everything good, Leslie? Yes, and I sent you a wonderful picture of Jack oh, good. by email. Oh, I look forward to it. Now, I'm worried about you and Jack. Now, how far are you away from Tampa? An hour. Okay, good. Because OJ wants to move to Tampa. Oh. So I want you to stay away from OJ. Oh. Okay? Yes. Uh, all right. Be good. Thank you, uh, Leslie. Hold on. Uh, Thank you, goes. Ben. This is Leslie with Jack the Judge. Who else do we have? Tito in L.A. Hello, Tito. Hey, what up, Ben? Hey, was that Howard Stern's mom? Kind of sounded like her. I don't know. Oh, how dare What's up, Ben? How dare you? Where you been, Tito? I haven't talked to you in a while. What's going on? Uh, you know, I've been working hard, bro. You know, Hustling. doing my thing. Hustling. You got know you. it. I yep. got you, man. I got you. All right. Very good. Tito's old school. How many years do we go back, Tito? It's a long oh, time. Oh, man. I still, I still got the award from one of your games back in the day. Back man. in the day. It's a very valuable thing. Yeah, we used to give out awards back in the day. All right. Uh, hold on, Tito and uh, Tito in L.A. And we have Zach in Indiana. Hello, Zach. Hey, how's it going? Welcome in, Zach. Hey, tell the guy in Beaver Dam what you do for a living. Uh, guy in Beaver Dam, I am a... Uh, QC supervisor for a food cold packing plant. Yeah? Are you, are you starting your day right now? I am. Um, oh. I've been awake for about 15 minutes. So uh, uh, You're so lucky. I'm not, you got a good hey, night. You sound either. rested. You sound full of energy. I'm at the other end here. I got no energy. I'm not rested at all. I, I, I How many hours of sleep did you get? Uh, less than about seven. God love you. I, I get... How many? I, I get about four and a half, five hours. I'm lucky. How, Danny G, how much sleep do you get, Danny G? Same as you, Ben. Yeah. About four, four and a half. Yeah. That's seven. Uh, I would be in heaven at seven. I would at seven hours. All right. Uh, have, hold, hold on, Zach. We got Zach. Look at that. Happy going to work. Good attitude. Justin. Justin in Cincinnati. Hello, Justin. Hey, you left out Vin Scully in the death pool. Uh, he will never die. Dump that. <gasps> Dump that. Do not allow that to get. How dare you? What's wrong with you? How dare you? I don't know. He's like a father to us. I'm going to do weekend at Bernie's. I'm going to push him around L.A. Legends do not die. Years after. Yes. All right. You done, Justin? Yeah, I'm done. You want to kick any other legends while you're here? No? No, I'll save that for tomorrow in the joke segment. Oh, okay. Yeah, send your jokes in. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. We need your jokes. Care of the Ben Maller Show. Ben Maller Show at Gmail. Ben Maller Show at Gmail. Jokes, 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 jokes. Put jokes in the headline. And now the curmudgeon of callers, Radio Rich. There he is, the curmudgeon of callers. From you Wheeling. know, I was Wheeling. looking in the mirror, and I was just thinking, how dysfunctional must I be if I hear Anger Bill gets on three times last week, and I can't even get on once? I just wonder how dysfunctional well, that did, makes You didn't call. Oh, yes, I did. 
Oh, really? Is Coop Stonewall? I call, but I can't ever get on. Coop will never let me on, but he lets yeah. angry Bill on. In the first place, you can't even understand. No, that's that's bogus. I love your calls, Radio Rich. It's it's Ben that doesn't like that's you. That's a don't no, don't do that. <laughs> I, I've not seen I've not seen your name on the board one time, Radio Rich. I've not. It uh, no, that is true though. You haven't called this week, Rich. I haven't I haven't heard from you in a couple weeks. What are you talking about? Well, the only thing is, like I said, even if I ah, oh, who cares? <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, let's get to it. Here we go. Look at the clock. I'm like Jay Gruden with the clock. Here we go. Uh, three stories. Figure out which of the three is not true. Everyone ready? Yeah, you listening. I know you're not one of the judges, but you can judge yourself. I won't tell anyone if you get it wrong because I won't know. Here we go. The musical Maury. Rockets GM Daryl Maury, known around the NBA as the stat geek, but apparently he's also a renaissance man. He likes Broadway musicals. Last year during a brief hiatus, from the team, otherwise known as a vacation, Maury was able to get uh, get some work done producing a basketball musical called Small Ball. And the story revolves around uh, an island nation that decides to join the modern world by fielding a basketball team. Yeah. Double dipping on Broadway for the Rockets, GM. That sounds just wonderful, unless it doesn't. Story number two, Gerald McCoy becoming a hero. The Buccaneers star defensively. Gerald McCoy, not shy about being a gigantic comic book nerd. Last week, McCoy was able to meet his idol, legendary Marvel legend uh, Stan Lee. I'm sure Justin would put him in his little pool there. But uh, Stan Lee still going strong, doing the autograph thing. McCoy could not contain himself. The NFL player was so excited, posting a picture on social media, announcing that Stan Lee will be developing a limited edition comic based on McCoy himself, the lead superhero. How cool is that? I'm assuming that's people understand Lee because he's a 1,000 years old, but who knows? All right, story number three. American pickers have nothing on a random guy in North Carolina. So uh, this dude, Riches Allen, is that his name? Yeah, Riches Allen. He reached out to TMZ revealing that he had found a number of bizarre personal items of Mike Tyson at a random thrift store in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Now, what did this package include? Uh, Autographed porn covers, a personal photo album of Mike Tyson's pigeons. That must be just great. Uh, Some legal documents were there from his arrest. And underwear pair of Mike Tyson's old underwear included in that as well. So those are the three stories. Musical Moray, Gerald McCoy, the NFL player becoming a hero, a superhero, and Iron Mike, the thrift store man. All right, here we go. Which of these three stories is not true? We got to go quick. So we'll start out with our friend Leslie, the power couple with Jack the Judge. Leslie, which one of these stories is not true? One. Number one. See, I like how you go quick. Thank you, Leslie. Have a great weekend. You too. All right. Take care. There she goes. Our buddy Tito, Mr. Paparazzo himself. Tito, what's the answer? I'm going to go with Howard Stern's mom, one. Number one. All right. We'll put you down for that. Thanks, Tito. Good to hear you're still out there, buddy. Uh, Who else? We have Zach in Indiana. Hello, Zach. Hey, how's it going? I'm going to go with number two. I don't don't think he's at that level yet to be – for Stanley to make his own comic for him. All right. That's a legitimate point there. Have a good day at work, Zach. Thanks for listening on the way in. And Justin in Cincinnati. Justin, 
What's the answer here, Justin? Number three. Number three. Every one of these things has been guessed. Last but definitely least is Radio Rich. Radio Rich, what's the answer? I'm taking that number two. <clears throat> I'm the only one on the panel that ever talked to Stan. All right, uh, he talked to Stanley. I'm sure Stan remembers him. All right, we don't have time to run down all the stories. We got not one but two winners. The fake story number two. Number two. So Zach and Radio Rich got it right. Well, good job by all. Uh, That is an incorrect story about Gerald McCoy. We will get, the other stories are true, we're going to get to Cowboys Corner. We'll do that next. There's a world of excitement going on around our show Reddit page. Search for our subreddit, Ben Maller Show, and get the latest authentic listener-generated content about the Maller Militia. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Uh, we'll get to Cowboys Corner in a moment. Uh, downward slope, though. we got to pay that off. Now, uh, some guys yesterday was like, hey, I don't believe your numbers. Uh, other people are saying the ratings have been up lately in the NFL. Uh, well, here are the numbers that I have. Last season, last season, the NFL ratings – we're down 8% based on the year 2016 versus 2015. This year, through the first four weeks of the NFL season, they are down 9% collectively. So that means that since the end of the 2015 season and since Colin Kaepernick started protesting, the NFL has lost 17% of their television audience. The ratings are down 17% since the end of the 2015 season. Now, is that all Colin Kaepernick? No, it's not all Colin Kaepernick, but... It does show you that the NFL, they are not gaining, they are losing TV audience. Let's get now Cowboy John Brad in Windsor, Ontario. Yeah, 5.52 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time on uh, Thursday, October 5th, 2017. Former Major Leaguer Andy Cosgall. I want to wrestle you so freaking uh, bad. My last day of high school was 46 uh, years ago today. Uh, Janice Joplin joined Rock's 27 Club on October 4th. Uh, uh, 1970. He knows the clock. We should have Cowboy just sing. I like his singing. Uh, out kick the coverage. Warming up right now. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.